<laughs> Full steam ahead, baby. It's been was it how many weeks since I've actually put up a show? Fucking week. We've it's done shows been two between weeks since you looked at me. But uh, <laughs> but no, we're just catching up at this point. Honestly, like I, I didn't tell anybody we were doing this. I don't even know who knows that we're on. But it's good to be back, everybody. And and no, I'm just joking about the masturbation thing. But the idea is, what else can you do? Like I've had to stop myself so often from just getting like you know what I'm bored. I'm just gonna do it. No, Sam. You have Netflix, you have video games. Like, it's like, that's the problem. It's just like how accessible it is when you're just home alone, when you have your own place. It's I've new to me. So I've so many games in like yeah, the but, past two weeks. Like, and that's all I'm doing is gaming like, and just masturbating. So. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I've never had my own place before. And this is terrible circumstances to have it if you're like <laughs> single and you can't go out and meet girls. Or like, it wouldn't it be great circumstances. Can you imagine being <laughs> in a relationship right now? No offense, Marcos. I'm sure you guys are going strong, but I mean, like everybody <laughs> else, it's, it's not great. I mean, uh, supposedly there's going to be a lot of breakups and divorces after this, but it already uh, is. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the math is there. I, despite all the fucked up shit that Corona is bringing, Bro, I bought a new pair of Reeboks for 20 bucks. I have two free games that PlayStation was like, just don't go outside. Like <laughs> the amount of sales and money that I have, it's just like, oh, well, this, it sucks that, uh, like right now I'm supposed to be at a Kesha concert, but that got canceled for oh, Corona. That's, but that's so Kesha unfortunate. <laughs> I want to know how accurate that is. Are you supposed to be at a Kesha concert for real? Yes. They, yeah. There was a Kesha concert today at ACL. Wait, oh, at ACL. Okay, I was about to say, you're like, you seek out Kesha? Like, nothing too much against Kesha, but <laughs> I doesn't seem like your wheelhouse, honestly. Bro, she wrote some pretty fun party music, and I think everything is super depressing after, like, her life, her oh. music career ended now. Oh, yeah, that's awful. You guys know about that, right? I don't even know the details of it's it. It's really. pretty bad, yeah. 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 So essentially, she had a contract with her uh, agent slash uh, label, and the head of the label was sexually harassing slash assaulting slash whatever extent you want to take it. And she was like, this guy is sexually harassing me. He's like, no, I wasn't. Fuck you. Also, I'm not going to release any of your albums, so you can't make music anywhere else except with me. And we have to make a deal so that you can release your final album and then you're off the label. But until then, I'm just going to, you know, never release your music. So there was a good like... Four or five, I think it's like six years or something like that, maxed out from beginning to end, where she could not make new music. And this was like at the height of her popularity when it started. It was fucked up. Like bad. Yeah. Wasn't it like some sexual assault in there somewhere? No, I no, I definitely included that part, Tommy. I think you might have just blocked it out. Yeah. I did, because yeah, that's super depressing. But yeah, no, it's a bad story. I like how everybody got quiet when you start <laughs> <laughs> how horrible Kesha's life is. Yeah, and then she has a song called Praying, and that shit, like, she recounts all of it, and it's it's a great song, but... Yeah, she's it was good, Ooh. It's you know? I didn't know she had talent, so it was really refreshing to see. Well, I mean, you make, you know, good poppy music. I always, I always consider Kesha, you get one, right? Like, everyone gets one good Kesha song. Like, mine's Blow. Like, that's a good fucking song. Like, I got hyped to that song many a times in college, you know? Some people, it's TikTok, don't stop, make it pop, right? No, that shit's terrible, but yeah, it did bring back memories. <laughs> yeah. It does bring back memories. I did a lot of dirt to that song. Oh, my God. A lot God. of chicks that I was into that like that song. No shit, man. It Like, yeah. that's one thing so, that... Let's just 
Let's just say what it is. It was like the white girl anthem it's, back in the day. There were so many white girl anthems by Kesha. It was, Kesha. That's all they made, it seemed. No, and that was the thing that actually, that's a good topic oh, to yeah, go there's on. There's like none now. Like there was Katy Perry, her, and Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Now there's Early none. Miley Cyrus, yeah. Um, yeah, it's n- it's nothing out there. Well, who's making white girl anthems? Pink is still making music, but that's for like my oldest no, sister. That's for no, thirty she's not. old. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's like for like my oldest sister and stuff. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, same thing with Kelly Clarkson. She's out. Billie Eilish. I, I, feel, I was yeah. gonna say Billie Eilish, but, but that's but she's a whole been, different kind of white girl. <laughs> I'm not, that's I'm a not spooky white girls. I feel like spooky the, white girl. There's some financial advisor out there that was like, make party music, go to the Voice make money like that was it like that was his advice for their careers <laughs> right like i don't know man um but this quarantine thing since we're you know we don't want to talk about it so so much but all it's really doing is bringing out nostalgia in people and i was actually thinking of like about that because i don't really update my music tastes and i'm doing this challenge right now where it's like 30 days 30 songs or whatever right and marco you're doing it too yeah and all it did was just try to like jog my memory of like the memories I have with certain songs. So they'll give you a prompt on this 30 day thing. Like today's was, uh, what song I'm a day behind you somehow, even though you started after me because I started a whole month's (laughs) worth. But, um, so like, uh, let's see here. It was day 26, a song that makes you want to fall in love. And Tommy, you might appreciate this one. I'm sure I will. I would be the one <laughs> because you like old school it R&B back memory. That was like school dances, like the first school dances I went to. Right. But no, but you like old school R&B. I didn't just say that for no reason. Come on. I mean, I do, but I mean, that, that's the cheesy R&B. I right, like I, the, you like you the know, fucking say, R&B pretty much. Well, this one said, make you want to fall in love. It's a classic for me. We, we've already deduced that Sam's all about pop music for the most part. I mean, I've actually well, gone the, op- the opposite route this uh, quarantine. And every day, I mean, through that challenge, through uh, mutual friends and just through exploring YouTube at the end of the day, I've found like five, six, seven, eight new bands over this this period. Like I pretty much end every night just dicking around, looking at up new music on YouTube at the end of the day. I mean, it's a perfect time to discover new music. It's, it's, I've been doing that shit too. So, you know, I recently like country, which is a, a genre I hate. I've been trying to, <laughs> Tommy, trying to find some country that I like. Tommy, can I can I say something even weirder about that? Uh, me too. Me really? too. So check yeah. this out. So like, I'm just like, <laughs> and you don't TJ. appreciate the greatness okay. that is country music. What are you talking about? Country music, awesome. Darius Rucker. Uh, Darius Rucker. I love Hootie. Uh, Dar- Dar- <laughs> I, I like Hootie. Hootie the Blowfish. I like Hootie. <laughs> no, so that was the thing. So Wagon Wheel was like my introduction to like country really? music, you know, because I didn't like it, but I heard it here in Texas, and I'm like, you know, rock me, yeah. mama, like a way. Actually, no, Winning correction, Rome, you know, correction. I first heard it in New Orleans at a karaoke bar, and I was like, whoa, this is. I like this song. It's very country and stupid. And then it was like Darius Rucker showed at the end of it, and I was like, oh, that's Hootie. What the fuck? But yeah, then see, I found I found it's myself not really a country song. It was written by Bob Dylan. It's a folk song, really. Well, I don't give a <laughs> shit. So <laughs> fine, fine, I'll fine. We'll get to the country part. So then all of a sudden, like in my brain, I'm just like, hmm. 
<laughs> I'm like, what the? F- what's that in my head? Tennessee whiskey. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton plays. is my favorite. Probably. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And I listen to Tennessee whiskey like five times in a row back to back because that's how I listen to music. If I like yeah. a song, I'll just listen to it on a loop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I love this song. The crazy Wait. part is uh-huh. I actually saw him in concert uh, last year at uh, at the Livestock Show and Rodeo in Houston. That's crazy. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Right. And I listened to it and I was yeah. like, oh, shit. You know, what, you know why I like this? Because I've heard the song at bars in the background and it reminded me of the outside times. That's what it was. I was like, wow. <laughs> reminded me of the, <laughs> the outside, outside time. time. <laughs> oh, yeah. The outside time. We don't. Uh, I've been outside maybe what? Maybe four hours at this week, maybe? Because I was out shopping, getting shit. Maybe at that, at most four hours. So, yeah, those are you the know, outside times, man. I have to admit this an artist that I've actually come to respect and like. It's going to come as a big shocker. Noah Cyrus. Who's Noah Cyrus? It's Miley Cyrus's little sister. What? What? I mean, Noah's a terrible name for a girl, but go on. Yeah. Yeah, She's a fucking phenomenal artist, actually. Way better than Miley. She's way more talented than Miley. And Miley gets a lot of shit. Like a mile. But she's pretty good, too. She's pretty good, but Noah's on a different level for me. Really? Listen to some of her songs. It's it's like this weird fusion of like country, but like a country you've never heard, like a modern country. <laughs> a country you've never like heard. She talks of? about shit that like normal people that are young would talk about, not just dumb shit like trucks and beer and your grandma's dog dying or some shit. Like Ex- it's excuse I gotta me. admit that college boy country did kind of ruin like country. turn me off the entire genre for like five years. That's why I hated it so much, Mark. <laughs> Right, man. No, I, I I heard modern country and it, it just sounded like trap music. And I was like, what? This is just white <laughs> trap music. Fuck this. I'm going to just go listen to regular black folk trap music if that's the case. It can't. That's why Lil Nas X took over everything because he just made a country song and was black. It was like reverse Elvis. It was weird. It was reverse. And we deserve that. We, yeah. Let us have that. Yeah. And then, it, and, hey, it's been a lot of knockoff. Old Town Yeah. Lately, too. It's one called My Truck that's highly entertaining. That one was awesome. <laughs> I love My Truck. I was like, oh, my God. That's like the Central Valley's anthem, man. That was very familiar, all those people with those stupid yeah. trucks. Let me see if I can pull it up. Because I have to play everything on my phone because I don't have everything set up right now. Hold on. Yeah, my cousin sent me that. And I was like, wow, that is that kind of slaps a little bit. Hold on. Let's see if I can. TJ, have yeah, you ever heard My Truck? That. TJ's dead and JJ's dead. Liquor, you can call my lady, you can take my money, you can smoke my blood. Scuff these Jordans, you can say you hate me, you can call me crazy, but don't touch my truck. <laughs> don't touch my truck. It just reminded me of some very like like the early 2000s Dirty South kind of shit where it's like, I'm going to talk about one thing. And just sing about it like like Air Force Ones. It's literally just a song about shoes. <laughs> yes, it's almost the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like you it know, really. I bet you can ones. those two songs perfectly. <laughs> Don't touch my Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing. That's that's like uh, someone in the chat here. Um, uh, Thomas Earl V A. For us older folks, we don't have much to like in the new stuff. Actually. 
There's a lot to like in the new stuff. My dad is into Post Malone. Really? My dad was like, yeah, who sings this? It's like Post Malone, this idiot who looks tattooed and all sorts of craziness. And he looked at him. He's like, huh? Well, he makes good music. <laughs> fuck it. My dad likes Harry Styles. Harry like, Styles is actually pretty good. That song, you know, Adore You, that's a great song. I know Marcos has lost in this conversation, just me and you, Tommy, but we'll, we'll yeah, keep at it. Yeah. Um, he'll, Sorry, talk, he'll, he'll, he'll talk about no, punk rock in a minute. I'm just trying to let you talk for a little bit. I mean, I've, I've interrupted <laughs> you like seven times. I'm trying to hold, contain my excitement. You have a lot to say on this, so I'm letting you talk. Okay, I'm just making sure because I'm pretty sure Marcos doesn't know who any of these artists are. If we're not talking I know about who all of those artists are, if we're not talking about Punk Light Manifesto and what? Taking that, Back Thursday, fair. that's not fair. <laughs> Marcos knows about other music besides. I do listen to every genre at a certain point. I mean, one of the coolest songs I found, which was shown to me by Jordan, and it's completely like you want to hate the song for the first 10 seconds and then it just grows on you and you love it, is Brown Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I listened to it and I was like, this is not only is it dumb, it's 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 just repetitive, and that's my thing. It's, it's too repetitive. It's two minutes long, which is even sadder that I thought it was just boring and stupid and repetitive. It's just the worst. But um, I th- I thought it was a fun mix of the new trap like genre that's taking. Every, um, it's the new DIY for the for for one. Like that, it's get, it's so easy to make beats and then just sing over it in your home now. Like it's easier than starting an actual band now. So it's the new DIY, and I'm okay with that. And then when they threw in those Latin beats, I was like, you know what? This is fun. This is stupid for sure, but it's fun. Hold on. I'll pull it up for uh, Tommy real quick. Yeah. How do you pronounce that artist's name? That's crazy. Dude, I can just find it real quick. No, I got it here. No, it's, it's right here. All it's right. just like su, su guiras or whatever. I can't do it. Uh, where is the fucking video? Like, I'm just looking for the video. There it is. I like the, like, the Latin beat. I'll give it that. The hell did I come into? <laughs> I'm just as surprised as you. <laughs> yeah, okay. so we lost both. We lost like both you guys. Music. Yeah, For we, sure. lo- we lost both of you guys, uh, uh, TJ and JJ. So you guys came in both at the same time, confused as balls. But playing playing Latin trap music summoned them back. I don't know why you're hating. <laughs> it's Latin. It's trap. I heard the call of my people. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one margarita and two senorita. What? <laughs> I mean, hey, look, it, it's not a great. I mean, it's a good time for music. It's not a great time for music. And I don't know if this like, look, we're all getting kind of old. And we've mm. all had that moment to where it's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm listening to right now. People listen to this, like kids like this. And it's a song I heard that gives me no hope for hip hop or really music in general. But it's a popular song. What is and it? I know like my 16 year old little cousin fucking loves this song. And it's the worst song I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Huh? Yeah, it's it's called Crash the Party by <laughs> by Tisa Korean. What? Okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna Tisa go turn on my. Korean. I'm gonna go turn on my air conditioning right now. But Tisa, Look this shit yeah, up. I I actually went all the way through, like went through the elitism of I hate modern music, 
and then I just went through it, and now I'm at this point where it's like, it's not that modern music is bad. It's just that everything is oversaturated. Like, if you want to find good hip-hop, you're going to find it on 6th Street playing at the Belmont a lot easier than you will on um, listening to Billboard Top 100 hits or anything like that. Tommy, what, yeah, what's it. the song called? It's called Crash the Party. Okay. And that's true. Knee deep in SoundCloud. Piece of Korean. Yeah, oh, it's SoundCloud. Yeah, I mean, look, I have like Apple Music, and every week, I, and I think Spotify does the same thing. They kind of give you a playlist of songs that they think you would like. I found a lot of good artists that way, so it's still it's still hope out there. It's just people. It's not mainstream. Mainstream is one thing, and you'll never find the good stuff through mainstream music. Well, the mainstream even... is is just meant to make money off teenagers. Right, like, that's all it is. And then it is. it's like, I mean, there's not a lot of depth to the, that kind of music now, just because that's what it is. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And you, I don't can't, know. you can't fault the artists for making it because they're also trying to make a living. You know. Right. Correct. Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, if someone said they'd give me a million dollars to make some generic bullshit, I would do the sex thing. Yeah, I'd be like, shoot, I'd be throwing the N-word every five seconds. Are you damn <laughs> right? I already do. <laughs> no, but like... just make a song called Nigga. No other lyrics. <laughs> no, they did. <laughs> they did. A million dollars? Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I, no, I, I it was I'll that. Mill. It was a, I'm going to ride for my motherfucking, I'm going to die with my finger on the trigger. They pretty much made that song already, Tommy. No, those are lyrics. Oh, my nigga, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Those, those songs exist. <laughs> right. They exist. I'm talking every lyric, Sammy. Every word. <laughs> just that. Oh, that song exists, though. It's on the internet. It's been on the internet since I was, like, 12. Want me to I'm play it for you? I'm remixing it, Sammy. I'm remixing it. We don't need to hear it. <laughs> I mean, the only lyric is, the only lyric is, I'm 100%. It's just repeat, 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 repeat. I'm 100% repeat. <laughs> it, really, it really is. Yeah, it's and true. then, and why? Because my dicks is bigger. That's the only other lyric. It's no, well, I'm cutting those out, and we're just getting to the to the, right. to the good shit. Well, so Tommy, one thing to understand though is that Crash the Party only has one million views in ten months, so not really? so bad. But not let me just so take a let's, let's take a look. Listen, okay, hopefully that's helpful. I get when she free comes. Guess it is the season, and I'm black, so you know I like my food season. <laughs> Not to mention, Shadi says she's vegan. You what? can take them panties off. I don't like the teaser. I can tell. Can you go to the middle of the song? I just want to know the beat never <laughs> I'm okay with that if this is what it is. Crash the party. Crash the party. Crash the party. Crash the party. Skip ahead. That's the end of the song. <laughs> it's a three-minute song, and I skip through the middle, the beginning, and the end. Uh, in which order? You guys can decipher which order it was, because it's, it's all the goddamn same. Um, but no, my thing is, is that people talk about like new kids, like the, them not liking their music. A lot of new music on TikTok, especially is throwing back a lot of old school shit because TikTok has a lot of older people using it. Like, you know, older people, I mean, like 30s and stuff like that. And then they have a lot of 12-year-olds, right? Ancient people. Right, ancient. So, like, compared to a 12-year-old, yeah, like, double their age and then some, right? But, like, one of the songs they have is, I think it's a Trey Song song where it's, like, the Gimme Something Challenge. And then, like, the sample of that song, though, is Zapp and Roger, uh, Computer Love, right? So it's, like, little shit like that. If you listen to Doja Cat's Say So, that's like a disco joint almost. 
You know, they have a little bit of like influence in that. There's a guy who's like some white kid who's using a talk box. And he has like a million some odd fucking followers because like these young kids have never heard of talk box before. Like that's, that's purely that's California sound. But one like of my favorite games to play with modern music is oh like oh that's a sample of the Clash or oh that's yeah. a sample of Nirvana. It's like oh I know the original song, and then like the people persons in the car with me are like oh that's not interesting, and then I'm like well it's interesting to me damn it. Ooh, we got a follower. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Um, who followed? I couldn't see. Oh no, I didn't have my alerts at the top. Terrible. I didn't give them the credit they deserve. But oh, Tarlin, subscribe tier one. Word up, Tarlin. Thank you for that. But I mean, um, my my thing is the way that I think about it. <clears throat> there is so the difference between music, to me at the very least, is that just like how you were expounding upon it just a second ago, Marcos, where there's an oversaturation. I also feel like there's a lot less staying power for the songs that are produced as well, right? Um, you know, for sure. We're, still listening to songs that are from the 90s and the 80s and like you can point them out and that's iconic right but shit doesn't last more than five maybe i think the era of the 2000s probably has the last gems of like long-staying music that you can like totally listen to now and artists who are bred from that as well that like you can listen to for years and be like okay i can call that out but nowadays shoot you can and i i i the genre i have the most preferences you know is 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 hip-hop so like i mean one of the most expertise in is hip-hop and so like think about that way shit you couldn't i couldn't tell you like it i was doing an entire new album for somebody and i was like i don't even know if the song's changing like this is the same cadence <laughs> right the entire fucking time right i heard the baby I mean, like had the, he the had only song with stain power right now is bad guy probably yeah no i was gonna say billy eilish is gonna be the is the only one right now that has staying power beyond this decade and i'll oh, say yeah, that she truly. has actual talent right but i don't know if that's actually true like because right now the world's frozen due to corona like mm-hmm. there's not a lot um actually being produced it, what that, are you talking about travis scott had a had a concert on a uh, Fortnite. Come on, dog. We're, we're, that we're must have been made box. before. <laughs> but <laughs> either way, I'm just saying that in general, like, um, Billie Eilish's staying, staying power, like, is a testament. But, I mean, like, how long ago is Hotline Bling or the, any of the other staples that happened this past decade? Oh, you're talking about songs. Um, like, well, because Drake has been, like, number one for the entire decade. So he's yeah, staying forever. He's- He's, he's on the so same level around. as like Beyonce going to be around forever. Drake's going to be around forever. Bruno yeah, Mars is going to be around forever. Be, um, yeah, he'll, he's Justin Timberlake. Spot. Yeah, I feel Justin like Drake Timberlake. might get R. Kelly'd in the future. Oh yeah, he's a creepy. Like, he's a creepy hear, guy. Like yeah, it's definitely R. Kelly level where you hear rumor every now and then, and then one day all the dominoes fall, and then you're going to be like, oh wow, he's not. Or yeah. maybe I mean I'm saying really talking out of my ass. On like that. some Bobby Brown shit where it's like, okay, yeah, we kind of know she, he beats her ass, but like. He makes good music, and then that movie comes out. It's like, ah, Drake. God damn it. <laughs> I can't like you anymore in public. It's going to be a surviving Drake documentary on Lifetime. <laughs> I mean, he's texting, he's texting goddamn Millie Bobby Brown, no pun intended. Like, he is. He's texting I mean, her when she's like 14 just, years old. He's just a fan. I don't know. Advice. What happened? Life and he's just oh, offering yeah. her advice on life. And you know, as a child actor. A child actor, like you know. I think it's innocent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you, but he do was you like Degrassi and stuff? Yeah, there you go. He knows how the child <laughs> actor thing goes. Hey, it's a it's a tough road for child actors, man. Yeah, I'm people sure always trying to molest them like and shit. No oh, pain. yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Maybe if like if he really did come out 
it was like, yo, I'm just trying to navigate the child actors, right? You know, and just make sure that they wind up. Because, you know, nine times out of 10, that's the true thing. Nine times out of 10, these child actors go crazy. Yeah, yeah. but but all Drake's Disney girlfriends are like 18. have a good track record. No. Ooh, it was, who's the guy with the foot fetishes that probably got Jamie Lynn Spears pregnant? Uh, that was on Nickelodeon. Was yeah, I know. But, but who was that? Guy, supposedly he did His name is Dan something. Dan Hartman or like something Dan, like that? Dan Harmon is the writer of Rick and Morty. <laughs> Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Dan, Dan Schneider. Schneider. Yep. Dan Schneider. <laughs> Danny Tamborelli. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Little but, Pete. No. <laughs> Little Pete. <laughs> That's a great song, though. Pete and Pete, that intro. Pete and Pete is an yeah. excellent show. A song called uh, Hey Sandy. That's a great fucking song, intro to a uh, theme. Yeah. The- if wow. ever you get a chance to Tired. go back and watch Pete and Pete, definitely watch it. Is that going to be on HBO Max? Because that's probably the it only way I can find if it. it. Was yeah, it, it would be fantastic. <laughs> Doubtful. Yeah, I mean, um, isn't it on Hulu? I know a bunch of like the old Nicktoons are on Hulu. Huh? I I'm not sure. I had to buy the DVD. <laughs> like, I'm worried about buying DVDs though, like because if they stop making it, it useless shit costs a lot. Like, yeah. um, I got into a conversation with Felix about the Titus show. Like, oh, oh yeah. I, I was like, oh, that was a dumb, fun show, but I would love to rewatch it. Looked it up on Amazon. You can only buy used copies, and the DVDs cost $200. I'm like, nope. Don't like it. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <that much. laughs> right. You can get, like, DVD. Same thing with Freakazoid DVDs. They're expensive now. But you can find a bootleg kind of shitty online, though. But it's not as good as having the high-quality stuff. Yeah. Real quick, like, since you brought up nostalgia, uh-huh. I had the most. <laughs> had a great nostalgia day. That- that's what it was. It was my nostalgia day. And what I did was I just thought of movies that brought back memories to me personally. And funny thing is, I remember we had that list of like first childhood crushes uh-huh. or, or like times you, you discovered that, oh, I have a dick. Mm-hmm. Like that shit. <laughs> also, the sub that. name of that episode, uh, times childhood crushes, a.k.a. times we found out we had a dick. Exactly right. So like I, I fucked that list all up, Sammy, because I decided <laughs> I thought. Of all the movies that, you know, that brought back memories to me, it was always crushes that I had in them. They were all white. We'll get that out of the way right now. Sorry. (laughs) Hey, that was the representation we had in the late 80s, early 90s. That's all there was around. That's all there was. It kind of indicated that. So I started off with a movie, which was my first, where I realized I had a dick, which is a movie starring the incomparable Tony Danza. These movies are terrible, by the way. Right. (laughs) It's called She's Out of Control. It was like circa 1989, but it's about his daughter becoming, you know, the, the quintessential nerd becoming a hot chick. Oh, my God. It was one of those. And his daughter became the hot chick. So it was just dudes coming to the house constantly. When you think about it now, it's not a great look. <laughs> Back oh, then in is the it, 80s. Is it a blue bikini scene? It is a blue bikini. So I have uh, I have Google up. So for the people out there watching, you can actually see uh, what he's referencing. And uh, yeah, that's a big titty <laughs> white woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, a, a, there's a video. I, I think it's a classic. Did someone say "Big Titty White Woman"? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's out of control. 1989. Tony Danza. Yeah, I like how. Himself. I like how. I mean, I, there's no. There we go. There's Tony Danza looking at a little kid. Assuming what is it? Is she like a teenager? <laughs> it's a bad look. And my second one, uh, Sammy, you'll love this. Mannequin two on the move. What? <laughs> <laughs> The movie is called Mannequin 2 on the Move. 1991 film. Let's take a look. And it stars 
Christy Swanson that you might know as Buffy. And I think it was her first movie, and she looks phenomenal in it, by the way. Uh oh yeah. That's that is a very feathered <laughs> blonde right there, I'm seeing. Yeah, very much. The hair was huge. The hair, the was, hair huge, was huge, and so was your boner. Yeah, but the number one <laughs> one, Sammy, the number one movie that I almost forgot about, which out of all the movies I saw actually holds up. And if you watch it even today, I think a lot of people would like it more than they liked it back then because it was kind of a bomb back then. Mm-hmm. And it's My Boyfriend's Back, circa 1993. What the hell, Tommy? These are. Wait, is that the one with the dead boyfriend that comes back? Yes, to it absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this movie. <laughs> it was so fucking weird when I saw it when I was a kid. And then so. It was very hard to find, by the way. Like, it, was, it cost me 20 bucks to buy this fucking movie. Oh, my God. And, yeah, but it, it was worth it, Sammy. It's so just fucking bizarre. Wait, it's was just, it? It's a, wait, so it's a zombie love story? Basically. Kind of, yeah. Didn't they kinda remake sorta. this? Didn't they remake this in, like, 2010 or some shit? Are you, like thinking, that? Are you thinking of warm bodies? Yeah, no, they yeah, did. It's, it's just the concept they, that's very exactly. easy to mimic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this movie is more like a kind of a classic, like almost 1950-ish's Americana, but it's it's modern day, but mm-hmm. everything's all sweet and nice, and this guy who has just this creepy crush, basically, on probably the hottest fucking chick ever, and she would have been my number one on that list, Tracy Lynn, as this girl that he just is in love with, and he dies, basically, for He sets up a robbery because she works at a convenience store with his friend, but a real robber shows up, of course. Mm-hmm. And shoots him, and he dies. This is a PG thirteen movie, by the way. Goddamn! So, <laughs> without any explanation ever in this movie, he comes back because as he's dying, he asks her to prom, and she says yes. So that was enough motivation to bring this son of a bitch back from the dead, and he just goes about his everyday life. His parents are weird as shit, and they just completely accept the fact that he's back, and they just go about because they're white. And white parents are weird. (laughs) They're very weird. I mean, maybe they brought him back to life. Maybe they performed some kind of satanic ritual in the backyard. (laughs) Nah, man. (laughs) White people are cool with it, but they can't bring people back. There was definitely some (laughs) ethnic minority. Shamanism, Mexican brujeria, or something. (laughs) You can't start appropriating voodoo, too. Come on, y'all. Right? (laughs) They had to get some color into the movie, and that was that. That That was it. Well, there's, yeah, there's a black friend there, so he was probably the one that did the voodoo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but look up, look up Tracy Lynn, Sammy, and tell me. That well, wait, that so still, what? Tracy Lynn, day, not right. one of the most attractive chicks you've seen. Uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of different ones. One's a Power Ranger. What's the actual? <laughs> what year? 1989. 1993. 1993. Google. I mean, I've also been because she dead. It just has a gray stone. No. <laughs> No, this Power Rangers. I think you might have better luck going on IMDb. God, yeah, I'm like a rose. I've also been watching a lot of old stuff again. Like I, I watched National Lampoons yesterday. Didn't know there was nudity nudity in it at any point until last night. Mom's naked uh, for like two scenes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, found out over the top actually holds up better than Bloodsport or almost any of the other 80s action movies <laughs> really? that I watch all the time as a kid. Really? That is surprised. <laughs> well, cuz it's just like a goofy kid like it's basically the a kids movie so you cut it some slack but man 
Bloodsport, uh, Kickboxer, they don't hold up too oh. well at all anymore. Oh, I mean, Bloodsport pretty much has a Mentos commercial in it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Tommy, it was Tracy. So you said Tracy Lynn. It's T-R-A-C-I-L-I-N-D. What the fuck kind of spelling is that? Oh, idea. Tracy Lind. Yeah. Lind also, good God, dude, you're right. Yeah, yeah, oh especially God. in that movie. Because like I said, it's PG-13, but it pushes the boundaries like a son of a bitch. And it's one scene where she's basically, it's a dream sequence where he's like, he's hungry. He wants to eat people. And it's basically <laughs> her in like this short skirt with like the most <laughs> low cut shirt ever in pigtails begging her to eat him, uh, for him to Whoa. eat her. And it, it's, it's, yeah, it's double on time to like a son of a bitch. And watch it now. It's tough, Sammy. Oh it's my really God. Tough. Like, you realize it's quarantine now. I can't. Oh, know. God damn yeah. it. Oh, man. Yeah. I get weird out. I'm watching The Office. I'm catching up on that. And they touch each other so much and it's freaking me out. Like, just pats on the shoulder and like hugs <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, ugh, fucking weirdos. Like, yeah, it's, mean, it's changed me watching TV. Like, even now, like, I'm watching people touch each other, like, just casually or like concerts or something. And I'm just like, ew, just everyone's going to die. So terrible. <laughs> Yet, when this shit ends and bars open up, you're probably going to be like the middle of a dance floor with your shirt off, just going ape shit. <laughs> yeah, because I'll have rock hard abs at that point. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Got to show off the abs for everybody. <laughs> oh, are we doing imagination stuff now? Is that what we're doing today? Top five imagination dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Make <believe> <laughs> top, top five quarantine fever dreams. My oh, number okay. five. So what is the top five today? Oh, my God. It's because we're catching up. But you know what? I Guys, I got to play the intro for you all. So And I lost oh. it somewhere. Oh we my haven't God. even gotten there yet. We haven't even gotten there yet. And I lost <laughs> it. I lost it, guys. I wish I could tell you I didn't lose it. Oh, nope. File. Open. Right, more important than the intro, everyone, I highly recommend watching Midnight Gospel. Oh, my God. Yeah, I recommend that. To, <laughs> I, I concur. Okay, well, you know what, guys? This is the scene countdown. Wait, nope. It, there it goes. Oh, it's loud. Oh, it's loud. Oh, it's in my ears. Sorry, everybody. There we go. That's good. Is that enough theme song? No, it's still going. No, 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 no. 10 seconds left, you gotta wait. It's fading out now. All right, everybody. That was loud and in my ears, and nobody else could hear it but me. Welcome, everybody, to the scene countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, aka the Excellence, coming here live from Pirate Radio because there's no video. It's just it's just audio right now. And uh, I'm here all alone in my room in my house. Bought all this rent money. And I bought all these microphones to do everything over the phone with everybody next to me, uh, starting with uh, the person borrowing my mic. Let's start with that, because I had to make this shit work out. We have uh, MJ. I am Sam's nemesis, and I'm excited to be here today. How are you my nemesis? I don't know. He has well, your mic. <laughs> <laughs> and I have his daughter's ukulele, which I haven't learned one bit of. Dude, I've learned two new skills already, so I'm okay with where I'm at in oh, quarantine I, life. I learned how to bake sourdough bread, which is fucking dope. And yeah, now, I've, I've noticed that actually on your Instagram. You're and, you're like Sam the Baker Man now. Yeah, man. And it's delightful. I'm gonna just eat nothing but carbs from now on. And then on the other side of town with the also good Mike, and um he 
Um, I don't know. He has a deep voice and he has a cool laugh. We have. <laughs> what side of town do I live on? <laughs> are, are, are you talking about me? No. That was very vague. <laughs> I, I kind of in the middle of it wanted to see who picked up on it just to see who would pick it up. Um, that was mostly for Tommy, I guess. Okay. All right. Well. There you go. Yeah, I am on the other side of town. I guess I have a deep voice. Yeah, sure. But uh, <laughs> and then on the other side of the staticky world, we have <laughs> DJ. That's for you. Nope, he's trying to talk. The okay. Static is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally trying to answer through the void. He's like Flash in that one part of oh. Batman vs Superman. My bad. Is that is that better? Is that's that a lot better. Yeah, yeah, he's finally here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Hey, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's TJ. It's TJ. Um, I was I was also laughing over here because I was like, I <laughs> it was like, oh, great laugh. I was like, I don't really laugh that often, but uh, all right, uh, yeah, yeah, cross down. <laughs> Deep voice, not really. That's me, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, yours would have been the motherfucker who sounds like Chris Tucker when he gets angry. We have. <laughs> You know, and I'm so sick of that joke. I do not. I don't sound like him. Oh, you almost went there. You you were about three octaves. I don't co-sign that statement, by the way. I don't think you do. Yeah. Um, what's Thank an anim- you. What's an anime? Treating me like a human. Were you saying Chris Tucker's not a human? <laughs> yeah. He was in Rush okay. Hour. I you love win. Chris Tucker. Uh, but where's Chris Tucker now, dog? <laughs> He's washed up. I don't know where he's at. He's hanging out with Dave Chappelle. That's the last time I saw him. Anyway, we also have our resident anime lover. We have... Oh, I'm JJ. No, it's, it's TJ again. It's TJ again. <laughs> Shut up, JJ. It's TJ gets introduced again. No, we have JJ. Yeah. And the term is weeaboo. Thank you. Okay. I thought it was... Uh, no, you're right. A weeaboo. I was like, what's the difference between a weeaboo and an otaku? Uh, Why do you know that? Um, I know you know that. Weeaboo I... is supposed to be like insulting, but I mean, everyone just kind of accepted it. And eh. well, I'm glad you did. Also, <laughs> good TV show in the background, everybody. But today, but today, you wondered what our top five was, and our top five, as you can see, looping on an infinite loop on the video because we have no video right now. We're still trying to get everyone video cameras or webcams or whatever. So if you want to donate. <laughs> Oh, oh my I think God. you should just like set up a bunch of stuffed animals in the chairs. I, <laughs> Somebody died. I, Marco, Marco definitely broke the chair underneath him. I, I heard him fade away and yell, "Marco, are you alive?" I, I kicked the recycling. That's all that happened. I went and closed the door so we wouldn't hear Brooklyn Nine 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 every uh, five minutes. I guess whenever they transition, I don't know. I've never seen that show. But I but wanted I to hear it every is. five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> But but you just it's just why did you scream? Is the is the real question? <laughs> oh, I was just running back and I tripped over the recycling. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad the recycling has been uh taken care of and picked up and and salvaged. But anyway, today Marco had the brilliant idea of kicking over the recycling and he also had the brilliant idea of this top 5. And this top 5 was, you know, quarantine time. We're all kind of stuck inside. We all just really want to leave. We want to get away. We want to just go somewhere other than here, bars, sporting events, uh, strip clubs, anywhere, anywhere but here in our homes. And Marco said, you know what? What if we could travel time? What if you can go anywhere at any time? Where would you go? And then we realized we had two black hosts and it was like, ah, shit, they can't go 
behind like 1974, or else it's just it's real I, I dangerous. I was gonna say 1985, but okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't cruising past 1990. <laughs> Smart, man. Smart man. Excuse me, you could have been on Soul Train or whatever. You would have been fine in that crowd. That almost okay. made my list. Soul Train really undoes all the years of racism. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, if you were in the Soul Train line, that that might have been my number eight. My going on the Soul Train line in the 70s. That's where I would have wanted to have been, but. That would have been safe for all of us. All we had to do is just have a big collar and the sweetest dance moves. We could have shown him like the stanky leg and everything. Like we could have just showed him the, we could have done the soldier boy and just fucking Marty McFly them all. But we didn't think about the that. Two C slide. The two C slide. <laughs> <laughs> right foot up, left foot slide. But no, so we said anywhere. But then we also kind of had the caveat of safety guaranteed. So you can go places where it may not have been the safest for Mexicans, Latinos, black people, if you will. Uh, Asians, perhaps. We don't have one white host. We've had one in the sea of episodes that we've made. Sean's but, kind of yeah. a halfling. True. I forgot about that. But yeah. for the most part, like... <laughs> it's just Pam. Um, and no, Jess. Yeah, man, this is completely a Midnight Gospel-inspired podcast, because all it is is... Well, first of all, that show is about podcasts, for the most part. Um, but he basically... T- plays an avatar and then goes hangs out in different planets uh-huh. and it's just kind of like if we could go out and hang out in different places in time that'd be kind of i mean i thought it would be fun well i thought of a couple of places that i want to be a couple of mostly all mine are going to be events that i wanted to participate in or see for my own eyes like that's kind of what i thought of in terms of these events some of them go back i just I mean, thought of i thought of just time periods like the small gaps of time that I would like to hang. So, out like with. one of them could be yeah, like I would, I would be white. I would be white in these scenarios. <laughs> your avatar is white. You can describe yeah. your avatar before we. Yeah, travel it's like want. Assassin's Creed. You can just be whoever you want and take over someone's body, and you're just participating in their body. So there you go. Assassin's that is Creed a rules. Very good reference. That, but I've only played one Assassin's Creed, the pirate one. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all that matters. <laughs> But yeah, they, you can boot yourself into this time frame and experience everything as a one-to-one rendition. Everything's just as accurate. Mine's actually not that long ago. I was alive during the time that I wanted to go to, but I just didn't have a credit card, nor was I old enough. So Right, yeah. So that's actually how I kind of went around it. I have actual specific days and or years, so I have all my events down to something like that. So JJ went time periods. Tommy went time periods. Marco, how did you do it? Uh, I have events uh, for the most part, and no, yeah, they're just events. Um, kind of funny that you you have time periods because I would have thought for sure uh, you would want to time travel to the to at least one Raiders championship because you're not going to see one in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't say that I was doing time periods. I said exact days. Oh, ah, okay, so okay, no, okay. so Tommy and JJ went time periods, and then I yeah. went exact days. Marco, well, sounds okay, like you did so exact days. You are going to see the Raiders win a championship. Don't give away my list, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do that? And uh, fucking TJ, what did you put? How did you kind of think a of a mixture list? of both? Okay, nice. A little, so, some events, a little bit of time periods. I tried to treat it as though I wasn't completely African American at any given time period, so I could have a little more diversity. <laughs> Was it completely? Is the keyword? TJ, I'm gonna tell you right now, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna make it, man. He's like, I oh. know, I know, but this list can't be like 
Oh shit! I wish I was there in 1995. I wish I was there in 1996. I wish I was there in 1996. It's like, it's like, I have a little diversity. It's like, bitch, you were there. <laughs> you were too, but you were there. All right. <laughs> but um, you know, going back to 1996 and being a child watching Power Rangers wouldn't be terrible, honestly. But that didn't make the list. Oh, see, I remember that too vividly. So yeah, I tried to I try not to do <laughs> things that were too vivid in my memory if they were within my lifetime. And I think only two of them. I had an honorable mention that was in my lifetime, and one of them definitely was. But you know what? I'll give it a start because my number five is one of my sports related ones, um, not the Raiders, but. It was kind of a toss-up between, I know no one's going to have this as an honorable mention, but Kobe's 81-point game. So I kind of was like, you know what? That's something that's just so freakishly impossible, and he's dead now, and there's never, never going to be anything like that ever again unless like Steph goes off. Like That's the only person I think that could even get close to that record nowadays, just the way the NBA's played. But I want to go with my number five to March 2nd, 1962, Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. Because only 4,000 people were there, and there's no video evidence of it. No one knows if this is real or if it's true, but everyone says it is. And so in my brain, it's like, I want to see what a fucking real-life video game as a player looks like. Because I could put up 100 points in fucking NBA 2K if I have like my cheated-out, maxed-out dude. But to watch an actual basketball player play like, it's like 72 minutes, I don't even know if there's that many minutes in a fucking game. But like I think he played like 58 minutes or something like that. And he scored 100 points. And that, to me, is just fucking insane. I don't know about you guys. I don't know how you guys feel about sports or if you guys had sporting events on yours. But that's just insane to me. I mean, yeah, it's pretty insane. I would like to see if his record, his other record, is actually true. About how many women did he say he slept with? (laughs) He said, like, thousands, right? (laughs) He he said it was, like, two or three thousand. It was up there. Right. It's an ungodly amount. But that's not time traveling for one day. That's time traveling and following him around for several I said, years. I said time period. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. I just see a picture of Will Chamberlain with two white women, and I'm like, oh, God. That's true. Hey, TJ, he paved the way. <laughs> oh 20,000 women Wilt Chamberlain's love life did he sleep with 20,000 women there's a picture of him with like a looks like a track team there's about six of them <laughs> I mean if it's like six in a day how many 20,000 I mean it's a lot that's man. a lot of I have a calculator here I want to see 20,000 how many people do you think you can bet at one time maximum orgy style how many a day is that no how many girls that, do you think do you they could count take? though an orgy is still no, 20,000 women. So how many could you do in an orgy with a, with a regular regulation size penis? Like <laughs> the, the human average. Six, ten? Would ten be your seven? Look, hey, I'm going to put it to you like this. I did how much that would be in like a day. It's like 54 women a day <laughs> for one year. Oh, he probably did that in like I'm a sure year. I'm sure he did it in a span of, you know, several years. But that's, just, that's a lot of fucking women, man. Right. You got to realize his NBA career was only for so long. Right. Let's see. Here he goes. Wilt, I have an article right here. Wilt Chamberlain unknowingly gave us the most interesting math problem ever posed. Naturally, readers worked out how many women Wilt Chamberlain needed to sleep with to reach 20,000 by the time his statement was published. Apparently, if Chamberlain started his count at the age of 15, he would have had to sleep with 1.4 women every day until he was 55. 
Every a different woman, <laughs> a, a woman and a half, a woman and a half every day. So every other day he had to have two girls. My math, yeah, that's not. That's I mean, impressive. I mean, Tommy, I don't want to be there to watch all of that. I'll take the hundred point game. Hey, Honestly, I don't need to even see it. I just want clarification. Like, was this real? Because if that's true, that's that's a feat, man. That's something you want to know. You can act, you know, can actually happen. I'm not Wilt Chamberlain. I'm not an athlete up to that level. Right. But to know that I could actually do that, that would give me motivation to do other things. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> and to think, if he was fat, he'd have so much stamina. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a Don't callback. Start that shit again. That's a callback to a joke I cut out of the episode already. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's mine. Will Chamberlain. I just want to see feats that you can never see again, and I don't think anybody's ever going to see a hundred point game in the modern NBA. Honestly, the way things are going, I don't think there's going to be another NBA game ever. But you know what? That's just me. <laughs> okay. uh, we'll go down the list in order of the uh, little audio samples here. Marco, what is your number five? Oh, I'm at the top of the list on my thing, but I guess that's how it works. Um, no, mine's pretty actually sport. The only one that's sports related on my list. Uh, I just want to party in Roman times and watch some gladiator games. Like, oh, it's, you want to be a hobo, like a Roman hobo, so you can go watch gladiators? Why do I have to be a hobo? My avatar can just be a normal Roman citizen. I mean, the only thing that I actually have to worry about is I'm probably bigger than mo- the average roman so they're gonna try to throw me in the pit but that's about it (laughs) you would most definitely go in the pit (laughs) yeah i guess i'd have to make my avatar like jj sized for for this escapade so i I work in all time periods based on height alone (laughs) (laughs) i mean what kind of fight would you want to see would you want to see like the fucking wild spectacle like tiger fights would you want to see like the most famous gladiator? Because the way they did it, it wasn't like they rotated a lot of people out. They had a lot of stars, and they weren't really killing each other. They were more like kind of flesh wounds slashing each other. It was essentially it like was wrestling. Kind of, yeah, it was kind of like wrestling. The I don't, I actually don't know for the most part what I would like. If I could chill there for a week, that'd be awesome. But if I, I don't know how to choose because. They did all fucking sorts of weird shit in the Coliseum. Like, they would flood it and do naval battles. Do naval battles, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> There's the animal stuff that we know about from Gladiator, but they also did, like, chariot races and shit. Like, right. what would not be, like, and it's so different because, I mean, obviously, what's the, the closest thing we get to a blood sport now is UFC. Right. But this is actual dudes fighting with swords and spears and shit. Right. To the death, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If so that wasn't clear. With the swords, <laughs> hey, by the way, Marco, Coco Chops goes, Romans were like five and a half feet tall. You're going into the pit, Marco. I was Marco. about to say that, too. <laughs> to the pit. Yeah, man. You would be a fucking, you would be Andre the Giant to those people. <laughs> what a fucking. Definitely going in. What is this, a Spaniard? What is this? I don't know if Spaniards even existed back then. He no, would be the Hulk not. in like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> No, and then uh, that's actually something funny that I kind of picked up, like because we were talking about nostalgia. Uh, the country song "Big John," he's six four and two hundred and fifty pounds. Like that's like an average guy in the NFL right now. Yeah, right. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting more and more freakish as the years go by. Right. <laughs> like the Lopez twins out of the Central it? Valley. It's like two fucking six five twin Mexicans. It's like we make them that big now. What the fuck? 
in, in like two packs what the fuck man but yeah dude it's crazy um somebody in the chat was like take medicine and teepee that's all you gotta do <laughs> you have to use yeah i leaves. wanted to limit my my list to the era of indoor plumbing but i was hey. gonna cut out a lot of fun stuff hey you can go to aztec times they had uh pretty much no 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 <laughs> aztec i don't Plum- want to see my beating heart before i die no, yeah. you'd be you'd be king Aztec. You'd be king Aztec. That's all I'm saying. But no, you can't um, even speak the language. How would we be kings? Hey, they Have gave heard, Cor- like, they the gave Aztec Cortez everything. Whistle? Oh, I heard that shit. That was spooky. <laughs> Tommy, do you want to hear the Aztec death whistle? Because I know, it. I oh, you know, because I've heard it already. It's weird as shit. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, the Aztec death whistle is just a whistle you play. A million screams. It just sounds like a million screams. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but like, it's it's spooky. I hate it. It's and I hope fun. I hope you guys, your headphone listeners out there, are enjoying that <laughs> scream I just did inside your mic. But um, that's your number five, Gladiator fucking times. Yeah, man, just chilling <laughs> in a toga, drinking uh, wine. I think that was a popular drink then. I mean, yeah, it's wine pretty much until Germany exists. Yeah, just drinking fermented wines and delicious grapes. It's all just fruit-based. The raisins, just all grapes. <laughs> what else do they have? I don't know. Roast mead. pig, mead. Oh, get you a nice mead. That sounds. How about we just go to medieval times? Were we supposed to go like in November last year? Oh, you're talking. I thought you meant like time travel to medieval times. I'm not down. No, I meant the restaurant. The (laughs) restaurant. Excuse me. It's a fun palace. Thank you very much. They just give you chicken and potatoes like 20 bucks. Yeah, but then you get to watch people (laughs) fight with swords, Tommy. They're not real. I mean, they are real swords. I mean, one thing goes wrong. They could kill each other pretty easy. Like they really joust. They really joust. Look at how many articles people have actually gotten hurt at medieval times. That oh will make you not want to go to medieval times. Sam just went from like, nah, man, I'm not going out again ever to I'm going to hang out with a whole bunch of people and eat chicken off a stick. Yeah. And while the, someone gives me a paper crown. <laughs> hey. That sounds like a great time. Sam. These are the things I want. By the way, medieval times sued by guests blinded in sword match. A South Dakota man. <laughs> A South Dakota man and his new bride went to medieval times in Buena Park, California, expecting to be entertained by a jousting match, but instead he claims that a shard of metal sword caught an eye injury that resulted in blindness. So okay, it's worth going there. There you go. If if you come out of there potentially blind, then it's worth it. But <laughs> but you know what, Tommy, you're up yes. next. What is your number five? All right, my number. It's, this was going to be a little unorthodox, you know, but it's it's a time period I would like to go to, and when I tell you my reasoning, you'll understand. Ninety six hundred BC. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to know why? I'm trying to see. You want to be? <laughs> I was I was like Jesus Christ wasn't alive back then. No, like the beginning of time really wasn't even a thing <laughs> back then. Um. What do you want to see? I see a couple things come up. Uh, human Atlantis. prehistory, Atlantean gardens. I want to see Atlantis. You know, and Atlantis is supposedly one of the most advanced civilizations in history. We don't know because they're fucking gone. There's no trace of them. But it, uh, it's actually more than Atlantis. I mean, it was just lots of really advanced civilizations back then. And I want to know, like, how fucking advanced were they? I want to see some shit no one even has the conception to see. 
Right. I want to see early, early life. I'm sure people are like three foot tall. That's some crazy shit. Right. But it doesn't like I want to see that. I want to see did they, you know, create mathematics and did they know like, you know, astrology and just crazy shit. You wouldn't think someone that long ago would know. Right. Because another fun fact, this shit happened like before, you know, kind of, you know, like wall paintings and Egyptian shit and all that shit that we see. Right. Like this was before that. So we don't we don't know. It's like human civilization was set back, but this was before that shit. So Right. And and that's what we were like. And I don't know, and it could be legend, it could be real, but I'm looking at this like graphic right here, and it's right in between the it's between Europe, it's between Africa, it's like right in the middle in the Atlantic Ocean. And it just looks like it had everything. Skyscrapers, yeah. like uh running water it looked like, uh, all sorts of crazy yeah. shit, you know? It's insane. When would it like look this shit up if ever you know you get stoned enough or just wanna know. It's fucking baffling. Like it's it's amazing the shit that they came up with that we didn't come up with until fucking recently if you know you want to look at the whole construct of time right and it's insane man like how do we get set back like that so far right well that's the thing just in the primitive uh, shit i look at uh, the aztec empire set back? things like war and diseases just kind of <laughs> your whole continent getting <laughs> flooded yeah <laughs> sure that'll do it. very true i mean if this virus goes crazy we lose the internet think about that don't you uh, dare say that, Sam. <laughs> no, but like, just say, like, if, if humanity just goes, right, we lose the internet. How much physical media do we all carry? Papers and you documents, so, you know? Sammy, if I have none now, everything we have is completely I have digital. a vinyl record collection that'll be fine. That's I'm going to tell you right, dudes, right that's off about the it. bat. I'm going to tell you right off the bat. If I have to resort to riding a horse, I'm done. Just count <laughs> hey. me out of everything. <laughs> hey, hey, Tommy, bikes exist still. It's okay. Fuck that shit, Sam. If I'm going to go, I'm going to go on a horse. This is Texas. <laughs> Why did the internet going down kill cars? Like, we've already seen <laughs> Mad Max. That's fine. Like, people are going to be murdering each other. And, yeah. like, bondage masks over gasoline. I'm with that, actually. That sounds kind of legit. Yeah, none of us chose bondage for our future. Uh... <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, last The last podcast we did was uh, Apocalypse Gear. None of us went BDSM gear, Tommy, unfortunately. I mean, if you think about it, they, they are the smart ones. Because right now, and I don't know if you know this, it's a fun fact I actually learned yesterday. The CDC said it is okay to have sex. You can't kiss each other. Oh, it's like and, how I have sex regular. Yeah, and analingus <laughs> is perfectly fine. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Why would the CDC specify that? They specified it, Sam, because they know people with freaky sons of bitches nowadays. It's 2020. <laughs> ah, That's become a regular thing. I blame why it's it's a regular to... thing, Sammy. Get used to it. Why did they it. have to specify things after, like, what was it, 30 people try to inject themselves with bleach last yeah. week? Or... <laughs> why is the CDC being specific now? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Jeannie Aiko for all of this shit. For eating the booty like groceries, they go, man, that sounds great. She made it sound great. <laughs> it's not great. I don't think. I've no. never tried it. People, that are, they were already doing it, Sammy. She just made it okay. Yeah, see, my policy is that once you eat one ass, you're an ass eater, and I don't want to be that. It's what we are now, Sammy. That's what you know are. I'm not that. I'm not that. Out on a, a lot of women. I'm going to, you know. You want to talk about people getting point. old and getting Get like old love. age? Your true love could love getting her ass eaten. And guess who's not getting her? You, Sammy. 
Congratulations for missing out on the love of your life. You notice the silence from everyone else in the group? Just want you to keep up with that. I want you to... No, no. I, I'm actually with Tommy. I don't know what to tell you. I, like I said, sometimes me being quiet is not me like co-signing anything. But he agrees with me, Sammy. I'm not eating ass, all right, guys? You're not going to recruit me. This is not a recruitment session. This is number five. Off. It's the futuristic year of 2020. Like, you, you have to be down for anything. There you go. I'm sure they ate ass in 9600 BC. Anyways, <laughs> next person. <laughs> I want to put that on a quote and meme it. I'm, I'm sure they ate ass in 8600 BC. Uh, JJ, you are next on the list. You're number five. We're at number five. Jesus. Yeah, that's my name. Uh, so I wanted to go a different route. I'm not actually ranking mine. Uh, if I, you know, had actually cared a little bit more and not just written down the list like two hours beforehand, I would have written an entire narrative of my travels through time. Fair. So... I'm hopping into the Wayback Machine and become a, you know, an ageless being, a la Samurai Jack. But I have to work my way back up to my, you know, to current times. So the first place I go is Yabba Dabba Do. I'm going to the Cretaceous period. I want to see some dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's it's so obvious, but at the same time, so I didn't so do dangerous. it. Hey, he said safety guaranteed. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean... So I can't I get in. I can I, ride a brontosaurus and slide down his tail a la Fred Flintstone and be perfectly fine. I mean, I, I, met pre, <laughs> I met pre... I met pre-racism in, like, Jim Crow. I didn't actually this mean... Totally you're, pre-racism. You're, you're safe from dinosaurs, but I like the way you're thinking. <laughs> He's right. Sam wrote a rule book and JJ found a way through it. <laughs> I was like, safety guarantee from racism, not from the Cretaceous era. <laughs> hey, you don't know. Maybe all them dinosaurs were bigots. We just don't know, Sam. You know, and they I'm, were feathered also. They were so feathered, pictures, feathered racists. <laughs> you know what, dude? I'm actually not that worried about Velociraptors and T-Rexes. The fucking bug fossils that we've found. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> <freak> me out. <laughs> a seven foot centipede? Fuck that, man. You have fun with that. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Hell no. 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 Nah. You can, you can ride the mosquitoes over there. Good God. <laughs> ride a mosquito into battle <laughs> I mean JJ that's that's a pretty dope pick we're all kind of dumb <laughs> oh my god that's like oh there's like a picture I just pulled up right now for like the underwater specimens like the giant fucking 50 foot alligator crocodile shits giant shrimp things like yeah, cockroaches of the sea oh my god and then you see, like, what are those trolobites, the ones that look exactly the same, like, back then than they do now? I'm like, hey, I know those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Ooh, and I get to see an Ammonite. I get to see a real-life Pokemon. <sighs> you would have to make it weeby. Come on. <laughs> Come on, JJ. What the fuck? But... Yabba-dabba-doo. Yabba-dabba-doo. By the way, I just love this picture. It's a. It's one of the... Who's the one that goes... Not yep, 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 but the little chubby one, the girl from... Uh, 
Man Before Time. What was her animal? Ducky? Yeah, not Ducky. A the plesios? other one. No, not a plesiosaur. Oh, she was a Triceratops. Never mind. But um, oh, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, yeah, there's one that kind of looks like Sarah, but it's a dinosaur just eating the shit out of a raptor. It's pretty hilarious. But uh, anyway, unrelated. TJ, you there? I'm still here. All right. What is your number five? Uh, so I actually wanted to keep it simple. Um, I, I just wanted to take it back to the city that I'm in. And mine's going to start real basic, but I want to be in – and I want to – we can pick like 1992, 1993. I would love to see how Austin was back in that time period. So my number five is actually Austin. Oh, I thought you were um, going to go like cowboy times, but okay. No, 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 no. Um, you know, we hear a lot about how, you know, Austin used to be and, and just seeing how I've been in the city for seven years and how much has changed since that time. I would love to see, you know, really when it was starting to be known as, you know, the capital of music, just seeing that up and cold, like up and coming real old school austin vibes just in full swing of things um i've always been curious to just see the evolution of the city and to actually experience it would be a really really cool uh, opportunity so yeah my number five is very simple i'd love to go back in time to austin in the 1990s it's, it's it would make you sad tj is what it would make you that remember, it sucks no i remember austin well i mean i was a fucking kid but i still kind of remember the vibe just imagine what you have now Less big corporations and a lot less people. And that's pretty well, much, I mean, same vibe. They, we've kind of maintained the same vibe, but just imagine that just a more intimate vibe of what you already have. Just, I mean, you could literally ask know you. the other two podcasts because they grew up. Well, I guess they were still kind of young at that point. They would be like 19 or 20 in 92. Something like that. True. I mean, but like, I want to experience it. And Tommy, I'm sorry. I like big corporations because they pay my bills. So, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't, can't, I can't say I don't, but no, I mean, there's a lot of, um, just to see how much it's changed in my short time here. Like I would really love to imagine what it was like back then. And if it's the same vibe it has now with the same bars, and this, like I, that's even like, who my mind couldn't wrap my head around it. Like just how amazing it would be. Huh? What what bar would you go to? Because we know the staples that are still there in the nineties. Yeah, Continental Club still there. Yeah, I would. Mm. I would almost beeline for uh, Flamingo Cantina, almost if I was the, if I was to go Ooh. in nineteen eighty two. That's a good one. You know, I probably mm, no preference. I'd love to see how. Uh, I probably want to spend a lot of time on East Austin. So you want to get Lamar? shot? No, no, not that East Austin. Like <laughs> East Sixth Austin, where there's bars now, but but there, I'm assuming there were older bars back then too. So. No, no, it was just the hood, wasn't it, Tommy? Oh well, yeah. Oh, okay, that part is yeah, yeah. It was actually bars in that area, but it wasn't a great yeah, no, area. Not not hood Austin. Okay, because I feel like you could. There's literally it's just for people who don't know and never been to Austin. Austin's actually one of the safest cities you can live in. It really um, is. But there's just one area where like. Like, it's like, oh, someone got shot? Oh, shit. It's either Pflugerville or East. That's right, it. Right. And it's nowhere near as dangerous as any given hood in any given city anywhere. Like, I go to, like, the Pflugerville, and I'm just like, oh, this is, like, Southeast Fresno. That's fine. Like, like, <laughs> light, like Southeast Fresno, light. So, I, I'm, like, comfortable there because that's where I grew up, you know, whatever. So, like, I don't, you don't think you grew up from the hood until you realize you did for a little bit. At least I did. 
first 10 years of my life, I was like in the hood. But they try to make it seem like, Sammy, oh, no, it's just a normal you're neighborhood. dead ass being like, I'm from the streets, baby. Y'all don't know my struggle. That's what are you saying right now? I mean, you don't uh, know you're from the hood until you've been from the hood. <laughs> well, no, you're from the hood when you're like. You don't know my struggle. Well, no. I've been on these streets forever. Well, no, because the thing is like, so the first 10 years of my life, I was in the quote unquote hood. But then the other seven while I was living in home was in like the nicest neighborhood in Fresno, like the uppity, you know, new, new construction, new everything fucking neighborhood. So it was like. Growing up, I didn't notice it, so I didn't grow up in the hood because I had no dangers because I was eight years old. Nobody was messing with fucking an eight-year-old. But then after that, I grew up in, like, a really nice neighborhood, and so that kind of just, like, any edge I had just smoothed it the fuck out. But just going to your uh, point, though, the only things I was able to pull up from 90s Austin, like, just Googling it, I have a Pearl Jam concert. I have <laughs> I have Morrissey in a jean suit. And that's it. And Bill Clinton. That's all I got. So, uh, that's pretty much my only image of Austin. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, that's kind of the thing where a lot of these places, they don't just have pictures anymore. Like there's a skyline and it looks very much different than what it does now. I I just realized I would go to emos that doesn't exist anymore on stick street. Huh? Well, there you go. Uh, TJ, your number five. Very simple. Yeah, very simple, but something that is just invisible. Now, well, to our own imagination, I guess. I've, I I wouldn't know what it looks like even at all. So my number four, um, I was going to switch it with my number three because uh, Marco pretty much got it. But um, my number four, I thought I was going to be stupid by doing this. Um, this is going to be my last trip, though. Uh, it's my number four, but it's the last one I'm going to take. So we're assuming we get five trips. This will be the last one I take. I'm at the end of my life. And I'm old, and I've lived my life. I've done fucking plenty of time traveling, and I'm happy. Had numerous threesomes. Numer- I was with Will Chamberlain after his 100-point game. <laughs> Imagine how much Get pussy he got. Seconds. Get it, uh, his sloppy 17th, man, depending on that guy's record. It don't matter. The whole team ahead of you. Right? <laughs> like, the cheerleaders from their team, the cheerleaders from the other team, the backup cheerleaders from the local college. Like, I don't care. I'm in the mix. But um, my number four... At the end of my life, I want to be an AD-79 or the exploding of Mount Vesuvius, and I want to be in Pompeii. That's how you want to go out. That's how (laughs) I want to go out. I want to see what the fuck that's like to just all of a sudden you just feel or see. I don't know what comes first or second or third. You just all you the fuck said like you know, but you hear like the earth crack open. Okay, I guess I want to be in Chernobyl. And you're like, my, <laughs> come on, man. And then yeah, you're like, I mean, you're really, really pushing that you don't die thing, huh? No, I'm gonna die. No, I'm gonna die. This is no. I'm He's okay. Turning the bubble off. He's yeah. going there, turning the bubble off. Yeah, I am turning off this guy. I am turning off the. Uh, by the way, it says 24th of August, 79 AD. I don't know how they know it's the 24th of August. I'm looking at a simulation, but uh, I'm just saying I want to be in Pompeii because apparently Pompeii was just like a nasty ass place anyway. It's like orgies and crazy shit all going and shit. But you imagine like the earth just cracks open. You hear it. Um, I'm watching a video right now. Tiles are just falling. You go outside. You see the fucking mountain that you've looked at the whole time, the volcano just exploding. And you're just looking at cloud overcome you. And you're like, oh, my God, this is it. Like hot, burning ash is going to take me and consume my life, okay? The sky is going to go black. This is the end. 
But then, since we're also time travelers, I'm going to have my time machine. I'm going to have modern clothes, probably. And then I'm going to be encapsulated in ash. And so I'm just going to make sure I pose in a funny, hilarious way with my future clothes so that when people discover me later, it's just going to fuck with them. You're that dude that got frozen solid but masturbating or whatever. Yeah, like that like that dude. <laughs> like that's a real dude. Like that guy, I want to find that guy and be like, you nasty fuck. And then just like, I want to shame him. I want to kink shame him before I go. They're going to find that dude and you're just like pointing and laughing at him. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, oh, wow. I looked at Pompeii dude and yep, you can find it right away. Dude jerking it in his last moments. <laughs> masturbating man pompey 79 ce one guy's All under gonna a boulder is you're gonna end up meeting up with him and he's gonna be like so you do do you want to dutch rudder each other like we can do the double dutch rudder i don't want. know what that is and it's probably something called <laughs> it's probably something different in pompey but yeah pompey victim um, crushed basically... by boulder while fleeing an eruption i'm sorry i'm looking at the images right here some guy's head's just bashed in and his legs are underneath it it's disgusting but kind of awesome a Dutch rudder is when you hold your dick and then the guy manipulates your arm. So he's not actually masturbating you because you're, it's your own hand, but it's his force doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know what that is, Marcos? Uh, I've watched Seth Rogen movies. Zach and Mary make a porno. <laughs> ah, I'm glad I missed that one. But by the way, someone just on Reddit, this man saw his entire world crumbling to fire and ash and decided to crank one out before facing eternity. Legend. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'd do it, but I'm saying I respect him and I'd probably do something. I don't know what I would do. I would probably try to do like some Michael Jackson pose or some shit or I don't know, some Fortnite dance or something just so people would be like, what the fuck is this guy wearing modern blue jeans? The fuck is this? Dude, the next time we go out, I want to see you do a Michael Jackson pose. That sounds hilarious in my head. I mean, I could do the kicks and dances and shit. I can't, you know, I could show my own with the best of them, man. Yeah, dude, I'm going to buy you a shot and then I expect the dance. I don't need a shot. I need the way you make me feel it to come on. And I'm just up there just shamoning left and right. doesn't matter. <laughs> the way you making me feel. Make me feel the weird. I'm doing it right now and you're missing it. But you know what? That's my number four. Pompeii, Mount Vesuvius. Embalm me in ash. Make me eternal. That's my number four. Marcos, what's your number four? So, yeah, man, when I made this list, it's very simple compared to a lot of you guys because you guys are doing way cooler things with time travel. And I was just like, I, I want to experience all sorts of cool parties and do all sorts of things like that. So, um, Studio Fifty One in the seventies. No, uh, I didn't <laughs> the seventies. Studio Fifty Four, whatever. Uh, then I just I actually want to experience what it's like it, being like nineteen in the eighties, like nineteen eighty two, like going to a dance floor, hanging out in an arcade, like the whole eighties so of things. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the most <laughs> nice. part, like it's just. I mean, even. There's such simple things about this fantasy that I can never do in my head that it's just like hanging out at a bar and nobody's on their phone and people are actually just dancing like that would be pretty awesome. Um, And then like you don't have to be a great dancer in the 80s. I saw enough music videos to know that's true. Like no one's expecting <laughs> you to be Michael ja- Jackson. But then if you are Michael Jackson, it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's the greatest dancer of all time. <laughs> And then, I mean, uh, just as like a little bit of a flashback, I mean, I do miss hanging out in our, at an arcade. I mean, it would be creepy as fuck for me to do it now, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but being like 
teenage or younger years, like hanging out in arcade, which by the way, those early games are all reaction time and I'm terrible at them. I don't know if anybody's played like Pac-Man or D and I, I went to a, a arcade in Denver and I was like, man, I'm terrible at all these games. Yeah. They're cra- They're quarter eaters. They're supposed to be like way, you know, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, analog that's really kind of what you want you don't want digital you want analog everything we still have modern like air conditioning and fans and stuff like that but you still don't have some of that modern stuff so you kind of have to live in ignorance and make your own fun in some ways pretty much man i i want to have like the blood sport party scene in my uh, like (laughs) i want to drive like an 80s i guess there's no rules to this but like an 80s ferrari with the top down that'd be fun yeah i mean there's one on my list that is very similar to yours but i have to work my way back up the timeline (laughs) (laughs) and right now he's in dinosaur times so yeah (laughs) let's let's get to tommy and see what his number four is well i was gonna be i was gonna be a little selfish with this one at first, I was going to pick 1950s Hollywood and I was going to be like a producer. So oh. I could like, you know, pretty much, you know, see like Marilyn Monroe, Rita Hayworth, Ava Gardner. They were fine as hell back then. You but wanted your shot at all them, Bush and all. Basically, basically, because this, this is going to sound bad I, and I wasn't going to do this back then. But basically, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein would have fit in perfectly in 1950s Hollywood. Uh, pretty much what it was. It's it's fucked up. I'm not saying it's right. I wouldn't have been a Harvey Weinstein, but it would have been nice to, you know, actually cordially woo like a Marilyn Monroe and shit. You, know? you, you want to be in the circle where if you just you so happen to, to pull up circle. a bunch yeah. of drugs and they said yes and they were high on drugs and you were high on drugs and they consented and nobody's really consent counts because you're all high on drugs. Right. Then but perhaps I, was, I, I would be mean now. I would have my morals and shit. So they, every, it would have to be consent. Tommy, with your morals, that doesn't make any. That does. That makes it worse because you know who Man, Marilyn Monroe is at even beyond the time. So you're yeah, like, you know what? It would be early Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, you she would, wouldn't know what she would be. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna make better. you a star, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> but I opted out of that one, Sammy, and I chose 1920s. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna get yourself a flapper, girl. See. Yeah, th- no. Get you in those I would, talkies. I would, I would be black in this air, Sammy. Out of my entire list, minus maybe another one on this list, <laughs> I would be black in this time period. Are you a jazz performer? You're lying. Maybe. No, maybe <laughs> because the reason being is because I would like to see the Harlem Renaissance. Ooh. So I would be in New York or New New Orleans would be very. <laughs> That's <laughs> be a dangerous trip. Dope. New Orleans or New York. During the Harlem Renaissance, so I could see like Billie Holiday and Louis Armstrong and all that. All of them live. I can meet Richard Wright or Langston Hughes. Right. I would love that. That's a great plus fucking the fashion pick. was pretty fucking legit back then. Oh, yeah. The flappy years the, ago. The feathery yeah. dresses, nothing but suits. The zoot suits. Yeah. Like that would be, that wow. would be really fucking cool. Mexicans. And my safety would be guaranteed so I wouldn't get hung. Exactly. I would be okay. By the way, Mexicans, uh, we don't want to go back to zoot suit times. So we got beat the fuck up. So you did. It was a bad, <laughs> bad time for y'all. It really we got, was. We got beat up once, and it was Californians. They, they're not real Mexicans anyway. Fuck you. Oh. There's a song about it. <laughs> oh, damn. Zoot suit riot, riot, beat up the Mexican queers. Whoa, whoa, stop that, guy. No, we're just. I'm showing pictures of uh, 
Harlem Renaissance artists, the jazz musicians, pianists, fucking artwork and shit. It's that's great, man. That's a great pick. Yeah, yeah. That's that would be the only time I would travel that far back in time and still be black. Yeah, no, dude. I I, I almost went something along the lines of like going to some sort of uh, protest march and kind of like some brown beret shit with like some Chicano stuff. And I'm like, ah, that was. Like my dad's era, like that was like 1950s. Like I just ask him about it, be like, "Hey, dad, how was this? You know, what was this about?" So, but that is just out of the reach of possibility for anybody you could know, right? You don't have any great grandparents or anything like that. You, the whole thing is you can't make a difference, so you'd be going back and failing. So that's kind of the why I didn't have anything like that in my list. Yeah, civil rights movement and all that, you know. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> nah, no fuck that. Possibilities, but. <laughs> It's got to happen either way. The deck was stacked against the set. So, you know. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad you didn't yeah. pick Marilyn Monroe kind of executive rapey kind of situation. That was, <laughs> that was a little weird, but I'm glad you rape, opted out of it. Rape was not going to be anywhere in it. Like I, I said, said rapey, okay? Rapey. No rapey. I would have, like I said, I would have I would have come correct. I would have been trying to actually... Look, if anybody's worth actually going the extra mile to try to get, it would be a male in Monroe. Right? Uh, she was a notorious slob. I don't like okay with that. Her maids <laughs> quit. Like, she went through <laughs> millions of maids because she was so dirty. That's why you have that. enough money to have maids. <laughs> in, in- JJ, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, that's the thing. Actually, Ultimate Dark Slayer even said that. Tommy, you don't want to fuck Marilyn Monroe. She lived like a pig with trash everywhere. Yeah. You like, ain't going to stay there if you fuck them. That's what I'm saying. It's still not enough. You can't get out of the bed. She would eat food, right? Like, she would get a plate of food. Don't care. And <laughs> she would, you know, she'd eat it in bed and then not, like, leave it on the nightstand or something. She'd just, like, oh, I sleep on the right side of the bed. This plate can hang out on the left side of the bed. JJ, I would for leave days. Marilyn. I would leave Marilyn for Rita Hayward. Like, it's a vast list of chicks <laughs> Go after. I'm just, I'm just Hollywood. saying that. What do you? What that just means? I could eat also in bed with Marilyn Monroe. That's, That's what I'm better. saying. I have know, a rack of ribs in bed with Marilyn Monroe. It's like, come on, man. I would have a rack of Sammy ribs. Does have a good point because th- there's no food on the other side of the bed if he just eats all her leftovers forever. Right? Exactly right. <laughs> right. I'd have I'd have like a pulled pork sandwich and shit. Like eating eating. The sandwich, fucking Marilyn Monroe. That sounds like even an even better number four. It does Tommy. right? Come on now. Pulled pork and Marilyn Monroe. Tommy's number four. <laughs> potentially my Same number bed. four. Same bed. Same bed. Sam. And it's the red velvet one from the Playboy shoot. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Why the fuck not? Tommy, your number four. JJ, what is your number four? It's gonna be a long uh, podcast, by the way. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> I, I'm hanging out with my dinosaur friends. I gave them all names. Uh, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, blah, blah, blah. So I showed up a little too late because there's this like asteroid hurtling towards Earth and going to wipe them all out. I get to see the explosion, but then I leap forward in time several thousand years, and I'm still seeing stuff in flames, but... I'm not with the dinosaurs anymore. There's people now. And I'm in this kick-ass library called in in a city called Alexandria. Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just palling around with Julius Caesar for a couple of years. Do you get to stab him? Uh no, I don't get well, 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> I tell him to call me Brutus. There you go. I get to kill him in the end. Damn. But yeah, much like Mark, I would want to see uh, ancient Rome or ancient Greece. Uh, Rome won out just because it kind of tied into my little uh, fan fiction that I'm writing. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I wanted, like, I don't have specific events, but I wanted, like, a transition point for every period in time to, like, tie in. So, like, there's a big explosion in the Cretaceous period, kills out the dinosaurs, and I leap forward to fire they're like I, i'm still in the same element so to speak but uh, but yeah uh we've already discussed rome so tj what's up okay <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just he just fell in the, uh, wow he fell in the time portal he's in the void again that was weird. All I heard was, let's go over something else. I was going to go get a drink. And all I heard was, all right, we already talked about Rome, so let's move on. And then I see he's gone. Yeah. I was yeah, gone for oh, crap. Right four there. seconds. We'll circle back to him. He'll circle back. We'll circle back around. <laughs> so I guess that means that's my turn again. So, um, And actually, mine was actually kind of uh, spoiled by Marcos a little bit. Actually, a lot. Because nine number three is a very obvious choice and reason why Marco is one of my better friends here in Austin. Uh, my number three is one January 9th, 1977. The Raiders win Super Bowl 11 against the Vikings. I want to see that so bad. One, because fuck you, Marcos. Two, <laughs> because it's the Raiders, man. It's the Soul Patrol. It's What's probably- going on? Yeah, right. What? Because <laughs> we're in TJ also. Wait, what? So you guys are basically telling stories on top of each other. Wait, you guys can hear TJ? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't hear TJ. <laughs> we know. And so, and the recording is uh, nobody can hear TJ that also, so I override <laughs> TJ. So <laughs> that, That's what was happening with me when I, when my internet crapped out. Like, uh, I couldn't hear TJ for a bit. And then I, like, slowly everyone except Marco was dropping off. Okay, well, I can hear everybody but TJ, and nobody in the audience can hear TJ. <laughs> you say it stuff at the exact same time. That was, okay, I can imagine how weird that was, but I can swear to God. <laughs> we are both telling stories at the exact same period. Like, the, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I thought you guys were being assholes and just kept going. Like, you just kept talking. I did too. <laughs> Like, no, fuck you. I'm telling my story. <laughs> no. Well, you guys said, all right, okay, go, Sam. TJ dropped off, and then he came back mid-story, and I still can't see him or hear him. Uh, TJ, drop back out and come back again if you can hear me. Just to see if you can reestablish connection. <laughs> oh, my God. You two just, you, you talk, like, literally at the exact same time. It's That's crazy. funny. I Honestly, nobody in the audience could hear him. Yep, he's back in. Okay, now we can see him. Okay. TJ, speak. I, I could hear everybody else but you, Sammy. And I oh. was okay with that. Hey, <laughs> I was okay too. I was ready to tell my number three. But you know what, TJ, the people can hear you now. So go ahead with your number four. Crap, now I can't hear him. Welcome. <laughs> my number four is the 1950s to 1960s period. That that era right there. Right around right right uh right around the cold like right around the Cold War Vietnam era, like right before that. I feel like a lot of what America's definitions of what we see and kind of in terms of our musical taste, our, our, um, a lot of expression came from that period as well, as well as 
like when I think back about like, um, you know, really classic America, right? That's kind of the envisionary of what the 1950s, 1960s period is. Mm-hmm. So I'd be really fascinated to go to that time period um, and hopefully they won't notice I'm black because, you know, <laughs> not, still not great then either. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at everything here and it's like, I looked up Cold War America and it's just like defending the American way of life, sport, culture, and the Cold War. Captain America. Communism sucks balls. And it's like, bro, you could just go outside right now and it's the same shit. Uh, I mean, it's the same, 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 but different. You know, it's a little different. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of a uh, difference. How do I put it? Cooking would have sucked at that time period because that's when they, you know, they had like, you know, jello and everything in that shit. And Fucking bologna like and mayonnaise jello. casseroles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't even like jello and or bologna. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that like, you know, that was the time period where rock really came into play. That was the time period where like a lot of the fast food that we know nowadays came into play. Like that was really when like America was brewing into what it is today. So I'd like to see those sources just to get really like a feel of that. And plus, like reading stories from that time period was always really cool because, you know, it was like the era of go out, work hard, like read comic books, like do that kind of stuff. So it's just the start starting period for a lot of what America's trends that lead into what we visualize as America today. Therefore, I find there's a, a lot of value. Let's just be honest, TJ. You mm-hmm. want, <laughs> you just wanted to come home after a long days of work, which you you know you work already now, so you're already used to that. You want to come home, put your briefcase down, have your chick in like a nice skirt with pearls on, ready to give you the business. That's that's what you really <laughs> want. That is also a plus. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I mean, I mean, I mean that's, that's, that's a plus to it. No, but yeah. house but- clean. She vacuumed the whole thing. Dennis Bacon, you're good there. So you got a got an hour or so to kill. And hey, that's what I'm telling you. Right? Doing like, her wifely oh. duties. Let's go. <laughs> Back when wives used to be what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but just keep in mind though. I mean, you're gonna have some nice, you know, uh, after work delight. But then you got to eat that fucking Jello casserole with mayo <laughs> and bologna. <laughs> That's what's in the oven. I'm sorry to say. So mayo was the basis of every meal back then. It's like even in Jello. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna throw up. That's gross. <laughs> Look that up, by the way. You're not. We're not joking about that. It's a whole, I've seen many articles about the, the food of the 1950s. Jello. 50s shit sounds terrible. It, it's I mean, some terrible shit. I'm rewatching watching The Simpsons, I and I forgot you not. that TV meals were a thing. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. when they first. Well, that's when they first were out. But I shit you not, there's a Jello with ham in it. I oh, saw that recipe. Oh from no! The 50s. Oh, excuse me. We have a SpaghettiO Jello with Vienna sausages in the middle. <laughs> Jello salads, where it was just like olives and pineapple inside of a Jello mold. Um, we have what I assume is I'm looking at images right now. If you're watching the stream, it's just debris in a Jello mold. <laughs> shrimp. Yeah, shrimp in clear Jello. Yeah. Oh my god, this is. This is upsetting, guys. I'm very upset right now that you guys can't watch this with me. One has it's get stomach cancer. Cold Jello with like cranberries and applesauce and chicken. Yo, maybe we should actually try and recreate these recipes and oh, try them to no. see if they actually as good. God, I can't. I, no. I don't like normal Jello. I already That's- get queasy. Queasy when I eat normal jello. Well, how about we make a bet, and the loser of that bet has to eat that <laughs> shit because I'm not doing it. I refuse. That hey. shit looks terrible. Oh, hey, man, no. sausage and jello. 
once we all get back to gaming, like in the same room, like <laughs> once Corona's mostly dead, I guess, like oh. that could be the punishment for the ultimate loser. Like play a Mario Party and whoever finishes last has to take a bite of SpaghettiO meatloaf. Or Hold on, excuse me. So I have Ranker here. Uh, <laughs> 20 completely disgusting re- recipes from vintage cookbooks. So the one I clicked on was a Google image of a, uh, it's a I think it's a salmon jello mold with olive eyes and nonsense in it but the first one is liver sausage pineapple tuna and pear pizza glace fish mold cranberry candle salad californian jello ring which is just like raisins and jello which that's not too bad molded beef ring shrimp salmon mold <laughs> cottage cheese ring Molded beef ring sounds like a sex term for some reason. (laughs) Look that up in Urban Dictionary. I'm pretty sure it's something now. Oh, and then you'll enjoy this one, JJ. Half loaf. No, I'm sorry. Ham loaf superb. (laughs) It's ground beef, ham, lean pork baked into a superb loaf using tomato juice, eggs, and quick cooking oats. Uh, Let's see. Barbecue salad, ham and banana hollandaise. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm done i'm gonna throw up this is getting gross this is disgusting cottage man. cheese and salmon mold oh my oh. god okay y'all i don't want to eat the food from that time period i just want to fuck all right so check <laughs> it my number four i want to go back to a good time period where i could just put my briefcase down see oh. my wife and pearl my n- give it the biz my hey, number four TJ, by the way you could have a mistress and it was totally acceptable that's what I'm saying. The 1950s were dope. J- JJ's number four, vintage pussy. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just pretty much what it is in its entirety. Um, but now that we're not talking all together, is, JJ, can you hear everybody now clearly? Yeah, I can hear everyone. Okay. Now. So, my number four, uh, the audience heard it, but uh, you guys didn't because we were talking over each other, apparently. Uh, my number, I'm sorry, my number three. My number three. I'm going to go back to a certain day. It's January 9th, 1977. Marco, we're friends after all, because my number three is Super Bowl eleven, the Raiders versus the Vikings. That's the Raiders' first Super Bowl win. And um, one, I'm a Raiders fan. I love the Raiders. Two, that's probably one of the greatest teams ever to play the game of football. Uh, it was just stacked than a motherfucker just based on it. It had the soul patrol, Jack Tatum, George Atkinson. Um, I think Lester Hayes was on that team. Also, it was the 85 bears. There was (laughs) no, there were several soul patrols, but that was one of them. The 85 bears was probably the most popular soul patrol, but they were the first soul patrol. Um, but no, they have one of my favorite hits of all time. Um, it was Jack Tatum just absolutely decleating somebody, um, he guys going down the middle, catches a slant route. Jack Tatum leads with his head as you're not allowed to anymore, takes his helmet off. And then the chin strap just spins in the same spot. He hit him. It was, it's my favorite hit of all time. Let me see if I can pull it up. Tatum hit, uh, I think it was Earl Campbell. He hit, uh, hey, no, here it is. Stingley. Now. What? You don't talk about Earl. What? Ha- what? What? I'm just going to pull up the clip. I'm a Houston fan. Earl Campbell is God. <laughs> Don't you talk of and a and a Longhorns fan. By the, son of a bitch. By the so way, no. I'm just I'm just showing some highlights of the '76 Raiders. Um, and Jack Tatum just eliminating people. 
uh, he had just certain things where they called him the criminal element of the game because he was just like punching people well, square in the face criminal during the game. Criminal element Raiders kind of go together. So. No, that's where it came from. Lin Swan got punched in the face during a play, broke his nose or something like that. And then he called him, uh, he's a player for the Steelers. And he said, oh yeah, the Raiders are the criminal element of the game. And they were like, wait a minute, how are you going to call us criminals? We're just playing the game of football. You know, that's, that's a slander of us because, you know, we can't go get jobs after this because you're calling us criminals. They were doing some dirty shit. I'm not going to lie, but it was real Wasn't football. Ken Stabler like doing cocaine and smoking cigarettes? Exactly. Yeah. Ken Stabler smoking cigarettes on the sideline. People were like, he brought like a yeah, fur coat so and had bitches with him on the sideline. It was yeah, chaos. I would actually, you know what? Correction. Correction. My number three is the 1976 season of the NFL. Just like I think Joe Namath was in that era too. Yeah. I want to just go to every Raider game, but like Joe Namath was there like doing all sorts of crazy things in that time. Doing crazy shit. Yeah, man. That was, I give you that. I kind of want to go with you. Can I tag along on one of these? You could tag along on this one. Yeah. Just like 70s, 70s NFL was a different game, man. And I'm showing some of these highlights. It it also didn't pay as much, like nearly as much. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the incentive to just like be a a good citizen was not there. So they didn't (laughs) give a fuck. Right. And like you got George Atkinson, uh, one of the guys who didn't hit him. He was like, Lynn Swan fucking soft like this is in an interview like 30 years later about them being called the criminal element like these guys did not give a fuck they were just like if i can hit them hard enough so they're not thinking about the ball they're thinking about me well that's just one less thing they got to think about and hey man I'll, I'll catch an oilers game with you back then see dan pastorini i don't give a shit <laughs> right i just want to so, see football players doing cocaine and having sex with cheerleaders on the sideline <laughs> right that's what i want that's my dream. <laughs> my number three. Fuck it. It was just going to be the Super Bowl. I want to be there for the 1976 season ending <laughs> in the Super Bowl 11 Raiders first championship. That's my number three. And you know what? Going on to my number two, I'm sticking around the deck uh, in that year. So uh, that'll be fun to look at. But uh, Marco, what is your number three? So what year did you say you were going to? 1977. 70- oh, cool. I'm the exact same year. 1977. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm not going to be in America, though. Okay, good. Uh, I'm go- <laughs> Why is that good? Because mine's, <laughs> mine's in America, because my number two is also in 1977 in America. Uh, okay, so I'm actually going across the pond to UK in 1977. So this is oh. where the list gets super personal, and it's not fun for everybody else. But I just <laughs> want to go see... I going with this. Yeah, I, I definitely want to go see The Clash and the Specials play at the Apollo. Ah shit! That's pretty good. Looking Back when Two Tone Ska was actually pretty violent, and I mean, it's the Clash, the only band that's ever mattered. Like, what else do I? I don't even need to say anything else. Like, that's that's what I want to go go do. I mean, there's no audio nope. because I can't listen to you guys, but yeah, I have the Clash right now, 1977 live, and they are fucking going. <laughs> you don't want to see any Sex Pistols? Uh, the Sex Pistols are a. Pop, or they're not actually a punk band. They're just a boy band that, like, they don't even play instruments. And all those oh. dudes are actually posers for the most part. Wow. Really? Yeah. I, I think the only surviving ma- members are Big Trump and, um, what's the other thing? Brexit fans, too, on top of that. They're not punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> they're not They're not Joe Strummer of the Clash of all at, at all, complete. I mean, that's pretty great. That's pretty fucking great. I mean, I know you and your music. So, being are they all dead? 
Are they mostly dead? Uh, I mean, if there if there's anybody that's alive, it's like the drummer, Aww. like that nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what about like Joy Division? No Joy they're, Division. Either? They're, well, uh, I'm see for the most part, I tried to pick one day. Okay. So uh, this list just kind of grew over time, where like JJ's hanging out for a month studying dinosaurs, and, <laughs> and things like that. Like I yeah. thought we were going back. I plan on staying in the twenties for a little while. <laughs> I mean, I, I I went from having a day watching the Super Bowl to the whole season. So that's that shows you how fluid this list is. So you can see Joy Division. It's good. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, what other um, musicians in this era would you be able to catch? In this, uh, well, so the the thing is, is I have another punk show that I want to go to that's on this list. But so it's, I mean, really, it's because it's not just punks. The specials are two tone ska, so it would be things like the Dancehall Crashers, uh, the Clash would be there. Uh, you could watch the Misfits, the Ramones, like anything. Like there, it's the when it first started, but it was also. Punk what then wasn't what punk is now, where it's like we're open minded and everyone comes to hang out. Like punk then was like you could get stabbed at the show. <laughs> so punk punk was what rap is. Got you. Understood. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I mean, we were talking <laughs> they had about knives instead of guns, but yeah. No, we we were talking about like kind of the comparisons between old music and new music nowadays. But rap is just rock and roll again. That's all it really is. It's just yeah. it's more it's the most popular you know music genre right now. It's just rock and roll's dead. It's the it's the most popular. Old people say it's not real music. That's exactly what rock was. Yeah, back then. talking about their dicks and fucking partying and drugs. It's, that's all rock and roll was in the eighties. I mean, you know? the thing is that rap isn't even like if you were to bring. There's always as what the phrase is old heads that'll be like, I liked Tupac and Biggie, and this trap shit is garbage. Like it's always changing. Like it's, right. Even rap isn't rap that by traditional sense either. Like trap is probably something completely different. Well, no, but that's the same thing as saying like Elvis Presley's rock and roll. It's not the same as the shit that was in the eighties. It's not the same in the nineties or even. It's not the same as the Stones. You know? Yeah, like, you know, it's too. It's actually kind different. of funny because Elvis hated the Beatles like with a passion. Yeah, I did not know that. And fuck Elvis, <laughs> steal it from black people. I hate him. I hate him. Miley Cyrus too. Fuck you for stealing from black people. Who else stole from black people? <laughs> oh, God, that list goes on and on, Sam. <laughs> um, uh, There's America. somebody stealing from black people right now. Like, what are you talking about? Eminem, <laughs> God damn you. No. Sammy, they literally stole black people. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 <Became> slave. <laughs> Not even just the culture, the actual people. I guess that's better. <laughs> Sorry, could you Wait, stop enslaving it's us? It's better that they stole black people? No, it's better that they're not stealing black people anymore. That they're just stealing the culture. I would say that's a good thing. Yeah, it's like, what? all right, we'll make a deal. We'll give you our culture. Just don't steal us. You have a goddamn agreement. <laughs> that's a really dark conversation. Really quick. I <laughs> got really dark really quick. But Oh, yeah. You're welcome. But, but you anywho. know what? 1977. The Clash. Fuck yeah. I like it. I like the pick. Tommy, what is your number three? My number three is the 1980s, Sammy. And I'm I'm thinking... <laughs> Broadly the 80s? 84 to 87. Okay. I'll say 84. Maybe 88. Wait, weren't you alive on. then? 
was alive in 86. So close. Okay. But I mean, I would be an adult in this time. All right. All right. Not a baby. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, no. And, no sh- no my, shrieking baby powers in this situation. No, no shrieking baby power. I would visit myself. I would have to do that. <laughs> so, little Tommy, you're going to be all right. Like, watch out for this motherfucker named Michael Floyd. Yeah. He's dangerous. A little motherfucker. But, yeah, watch out for Michael <laughs> Floyd. But, yeah, no. I would pick this period because, you know, cocaine and Prince. Those are two very good reasons to pick Davies. Both acceptable. I, Prince is my favorite artist. Anyone who knows me knows that. So I would definitely see a few Prince shows in that time span. But also, I think it's just a weird period because everything changed in that time period. Music changed. Synthesizers came in. It was a new wave. Some of the best music you've ever heard and different music. Like, listen to music from the 70s and the 80s. And you'll see a vast difference. You'll see an evolution of just the weirdest type of shit. Right. That just whatever came to people's <laughs> mind kind of did it. And everything changed. We had new Coke, Sammy. <laughs> right? No, by the way, I looked up cocaine 80s and I'm getting the greatest pictures of all time. Kermit doing Coke. Uh, yeah, everybody wooden, was doing it. Wooden cocaine holders. That, don't start saying that logic. Everybody was doing it. That's not, that's not how Kermit the Frog was doing it, TJ. Oh. So it was acceptable. All right. I have. Oh, uh, Wait till my number two comes out when we're talking about what people were doing at the time. My number two is cocaine. What? <laughs> it's invention. I want to be the first person to do cocaine. But no, man. Like literally, if you really think about it, if you think of images you've even seen from the eighties. Every like people change their styles. People who never changed their styles in years had to change their style. It was a time period where you kind of had to keep up with the Joneses in a in kind of a sense. Like literally, Dairy Queen, who had never changed anything up to that point, <laughs> they switched to neon colors and shit. Like it, <laughs> it infect. It was an infection of a decade. It infected every fucking thing. People's hair, the way you dressed, music you listened to, everything. And it was just. And I'm pretty sure cocaine fueled a lot of that shit. There's a time period I really would like to go and see knowing things and not with a little infant brain. Right. Yeah, that that's interesting. I mean, the 80s, I don't know. I guess I was so oversaturated just by just missing it growing up in the 90s. So it never really interested me that much because I was already pretty close to it in that regard. But I don't know. I think I could do without the 80s. You know like, what really motivated that, Sammy? I went back and I watched the movie The Last Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> which is the most 80s fucking movie Don't you movie mean? Ever. Excuse me. Excuse me. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Thank yes, you very you much. you are correct. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. He he produced that. It's like Tyler Perry's Diary of a yeah. Mad Black Woman by Tyler Perry, written directed by Tyler Perry as Tyler Perry, Basically, a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, and, and it, it's terrible. It is, does not hold up well in any way, shape, or form, but it is so 80s, it almost makes you want to throw up. I want to live that shit. But you want to go find it. You want to get high on cocaine and go to a Prince show, is what I'm saying. That's what I'm like hearing. see Vanity as well. Fair enough. And <laughs> Apollonia, both of them. So, yes, you goddamn right. I want to get high on cocaine, go to a Prince show. <laughs> fuck Apollonia. <laughs> fuck Apollonia. That was, those are my goals. For my 80s time travel trip. Right. You can have goals when you go into this time travel. It doesn't say you accomplish it. You know what? Fuck it, Sammy. My goal for then, threesome. Me, Apollonia, Vanity. Prince can watch. I don't care. I thought you were going to say me, Apollonia, and Prince. (laughs) I'm okay with that, too. It's the 80s. Fuck it. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the 80s and I'm high on cocaine. Anything goes. <laughs> and then you shoot hoops with Prince afterwards. And get pancakes. Yeah. Get pancakes. Nice. That sounds like a blasty blast. Well, that is I your have number no idea three. How I would, in any timeline, be cool enough to hang out with Prince. I don't think that's a thing that can happen. Oh, you are Marcus. a giant, Marcos. You could be just like a bouncer. You could just blend yeah. in as a bouncer. He'll make you pancakes, Marco. Or or just have <laughs> Marco. Or just I'm bring also him. terrible at basketball. Like I can't. <laughs> just bring some cocaine with you. You'll be fine. It's like currency. <laughs> it's like can't currency. you imagine? Can you imagine Marco as like Prince's bodyguard dressed like Crockett from fucking Miami Vice? That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ass teal suit. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Loafers with no socks. Dude, speaking of like sales, like just I keep looking at white suits just <laughs> just because I'm not gonna buy it, but okay. it's just like it's on sale, so it's eighty dollars. It's like I mm, looks awesome. Can't do it though. What prom are you going to, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shave it your doesn't head, matter being... what prom I'm going to. I could go. I'm I'm gonna wear it to. No, that's a terrible idea. I was like, I was about to say, I'll wear it to Sixth Street. Ugh. That suit would not be white for sure. <laughs> no, just, just stepping onto the street would make it dirty. <laughs> the fucking hobos underneath the fucking overpass would dirty it up before. Um, but that is your number three, uh, JJ. You just burned down the Library of Alexandria, according to your timeline. What's your number yes. three? <laughs> so I'm palling around with Julius Caesar, but he figures out that I'm plotting to assassinate him. So he sells me to, you know, become a gladiator. Uh, and that is when I jump. That is when I quantum leap forward in time. And now I'm in a traveling circus. I'm in Buffalo Bill's traveling circus, and the year is 1992. Eight, eight, 1892? 1892. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wait a minute. What? That's the Harlem Globetrotters you're talking about. Not. <laughs> they're the only traveling sort of event. Ringling Brothers, maybe, but. So, in yeah. a particular location, JJ? Well, I'm traveling around with Buffalo Bill for a couple of months. Oh, uh, up until one. 1893, we end up in Chicago. I am a big fan of amusement parks. Like, Real talk. I, I, re- if anyone invites me, like, hey, let's go to Six Flags for the weekend. I'm down. Like, you, let's go. Have you been? To, have you been to Disneyland? <laughs> huh? Have you been to Disneyland? Yeah, I've been to Disneyland just and Disney sure. World. Just making sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Six Flags. Just because we're not from California doesn't mean we can't enjoy our roller coasters out here, <laughs> Sammy. No, Suck we have dick. we have Six Flags too, but Disneyland's is fucking shit when it comes to like facades and stuff. That's all I'm saying. That? Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Astro World, man. Yeah, that 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 was a spot. I, I liked Astro World. I loved Astro World. Side note: I've always wanted to go to Cedar Park. I just can't find a reason to go to Ohio. That's where like <laughs> six of the ten best roller coasters are in the world. Yeah, but I can't find any way to connect that to anything else to do. In Ohio. <laughs> right? It's like, um, we need people to come here for something, anything. <laughs> Let's make ourselves the roller coaster capital of the U.S. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, where I was going with this is uh, the sort of like the granddaddy of American amusement parks is the 1893 columbia exposition in chicago uh it's the birthplace of the ferris wheel 
Juicy Fruit made its debut there. Cracker Jack <laughs> made its debut there. What? And uh, Shredded Wheat made its debut there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Also, Electricity. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a big one. Yeah. And there's also but, like a, uh, a flying balloon. That's all I'm seeing right now. <laughs> uh, if you Google the White City, so they painted the entire city or the entire like amusement park area completely white. All the buildings, all the facades were white, and it reminds me a lot of uh, Bioshock Infinite, the the city of Columbia. I've like I'm just talking out of my ass. It's complete speculation, but I think that like they probably borrowed heavily from the aesthetic of the Columbia Exposition to design the city in in the game. Jesus, yeah. Well, it's a Ferris wheel. It's a very fascinating event. So I kind of. Yeah, my respect on that one, JJ. It's pretty good. Right. Yeah. What happens if you end up taken by the serial killer? Like yeah, HHH H-H-H Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make sure to avoid that hotel because safety guarantee. <laughs> hey, one of the first serial killers in America. So yeah, yeah. that would be. So you got hey, honor, almost, I guess. There's Crack a theory Jack. that he was also Jack the Ripper. It is. Hey, if anybody could actually be Jack the Ripper, I'm thinking it's H.H. H. Holmes. When you said the Chicago Exposition, that was honestly the first thing that popped into wait, my AJ, head. Like, what did, wait, I don't know about this. What is his name? A.J. who? H.H. H. H. Holmes. Triple H. 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 The original so Triple the, H. Wow. So, I know nothing you about remember the, the uh, second Saw movie about like the people escaping the house of death or whatever? You guys know I don't yeah, like horror like, movies. So no. Well, oh. okay. Well, whatever. There's he built. He had an actual house where it was a hotel. Uh, like yeah. he he designed death traps in the hotel, and that's like how he killed people. Oh my god. Oh, that's like doors that just like fell into nothing and shit like that. Yeah, shit like that. Or he would like uh he had a room like with poison that he would like leak into the room through the vents and stuff. Jesus Christ. Like, also, me- bunch of crap. fucked up. Also, Meghan yeah. Markle is related to H. H. Holmes. So there you go. Really? Oh, I guess according to <laughs> not expecting that one. According to new documentaries. So there you go. Um oh, well, not a relative right. you want to have. He's up there with like Hitler. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, Another I, H. God damn. <laughs> I've never heard of him, honestly. I mean Oh, it's I, a it's a very interesting read, Sammy. Um, it's a documentary, I think that's on like Hulu and Netflix. Devil like, in the White it. City. You yeah. really read great that book. book. Yeah, it's that a great novel. Fucking yeah. book. Uh, on That's, that note, it's supposed to be made into a movie. Has been in development hell for six years, I think. And yeah. I think yep. Leonardo uh, DiCaprio was attached at one point. Sad, sad. Yeah. Especially since, uh, needs to be made into a movie. That's yeah. Cool. I don't understand why things that are super interesting like this aren't made into movies, but we get things like um, Tom Hanks on a tr- on a plane or some shit like yeah. that. Uh, every, every fucking Nicholas Sparks book that's ever written. Yeah, we get that, but we don't get actual interesting novel. Crazy. I mean, I'm just looking at the Colombian fountain. It's it looks like it just looks like a reconstructed Roman city. Yeah, uh, like if the architecture was. Like by that design, like they when they were designing the world's fa- the fair and planning it out, they really wanted this aesthetic for it. Uh-huh. Uh, the only problem is that it was supposed to sort of be like uh, an, uh, a world's fair to demonstrate progress, right? Like the world of tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. Right. So there's actually like uh, 
interviews with architects from like the World's Fair after that that are like, yeah, this fucking Columbia exposition set like architecture back hundreds of years because they wanted to go for a classical look. So everyone that went to that fair, like that would have been a potential client was like, I want it to look like that. No, no, no. We have all this new shit that we want to make. No, no, no. Make it look like the Columbia Exposition. That shit was that was bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it! That actually kind of makes me want to go to like a real world's fair, though. Like the ones where it's like <laughs> technology, science, welcome, America. Do they still have those? Tesla was no, there. Don't. Tesla was at, at the 1893 one. I'm like, that's just the ex- exhibition part of South by Southwest. Like, but they don't build like right but they don't build like giant things. Like you watch uh Captain America first uh was it the first yeah, first Avenger. First where it's Avenger, like yeah. Tony Stark is like, Look at my flying car with the neon wheels. Like I want that type of fucking nonsense where it's like they're putting <laughs> radium in fucking windshields. So it's like, look at your glow in the dark windshield. It's amazing. It's radioactive. Like I want that type of shit, but that would be pretty. Look, I mean, you have Disney, Disney World, and that pretty much what was it? Epcot? I don't know. Epcot, yeah, Epcot, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Well, know, it's tomorrow. It's the World's Fair that's there all the time. Yeah, but like the future sucks. We know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's like welcome. You have a cell phone, Sammy. That's the future right there. Yeah, Boom. I know, but I want radium in my blood. That's all. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I want I want to get superpowers, guys. But anyway, so JJ, you made it to Buffalo Bill's fucking traveling circus. You, yeah. Was Annie Oakley a part of that as well? Yes. Yes. Then you get to fuck Annie Oakley too. Why not? <laughs> Based on Tommy's rules. Do you want no. to though? Have you, have you seen Annie Oakley? <laughs> Tommy uh Tommy's rule is you you say your list and then you get to fuck somebody in that time frame. So <laughs> that's really how my list has been going. So I'm fucking a raider cheerleader. I'm not mad about that. Uh, I'm hey, fucking somebody in Pompeii and getting frozen I, that I, way. And I'm I in and I'm in Sammy Chamberlain's I, I want a fucking Atlantean for my. <laughs> <laughs> that's something to tell the. That's something to tell the grandkids. I fucked an Atlantean. <laughs> you bring your you bring your Atlantean son back. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's true Atlantean. He's got like a fucking different blood type that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> he can't catch any diseases. I don't know why. <laughs> He's immune to coronavirus. We need Sucks him now. Us, right? We definitely need him now. That being said, can't swim. So, strangely enough. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> that's, that's the Why is his kryptonite like that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, TJ. Well, you're up. What is your number three? I mean, I thought it would never get to me. I was over here just just waiting, plotting. I'm getting <laughs> a great picture. Um, so my number three is super, super simple. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it to a very, very. There's a theme that's kind of going on right now. Of it's time periods that I'd love to be encapsulated in. Oh, that's a bit fucking. Done, I haven't quite done an event yet. Um, <laughs> and so I. I'd actually like to kick it back to, and, and this is going to be this is going to be very specific. I'd like to kick it back to the time when the first right right when the Great Depression hit. You mean tomorrow? What? <laughs> <laughs> the dust bowl. You want to go to the dust bowl? I, I really really want to be there because look to me, <laughs> TJ. Can I stop you for like a half second? Go ahead. Do you do you just want to be there 
because all the downtrodden bitches that have nothing, <laughs> you like this is easy. This is gonna be so. Easy. He's just following Dorothea Lang, who's taking those photos, looking at all the downtrodden people. <laughs> just like I'm gonna fuck you after. Is that okay? <laughs> he's, he's in soup lines. For, really? he's, he's in soup lines, just whipping at his wiener. <laughs> just what? TJ. What did I miss? Oh, uh, TJ wanting to go to the Great Depression. Yeah. Okay, TJ, continue. <laughs> yeah, y'all done over there making fun of me. I just like, I'm sorry, you nincompoops. Want to go waste your time? <laughs> Bullshit. And I want to be there for America's greatest time period, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, look, so to me, and, and and this links it to my number one. Just so you guys know, like my number one is very very particular, and 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 I'm a big fan of what it is. Uh, but in also, order for me to understand. Do you have What's cartoons that? in the background? Oh no! So I had to. Uh, I have to have something. In the, it's, I'm playing something in the background. That's, there's a reason for it. Not the point. Um, <laughs> I just hear cartoons in the background. I thought I heard like Mickey Mouse. Like oh, oh. <laughs> great depression. <laughs> Hold up. Let me see if I can turn it down. Um, no, I had to play it for something, but um, not the point. Uh, I am just a sucker for that time period in terms of like what exactly happened. I'm an you know, I'm an economic junkie. Finance has like always been something big for me. And so trying to understand the actual repercussions while like watching it happen around you would be a really fascinating experience. That's it. That's very simple. That's weird. Yeah, that's like an anthropological <laughs> that's like an anthropological that viewpoint. Today? No, it's different. Because today, like today new like it's a little different because we have certain organizations that aren't affected, certain avenues that aren't really as impacted by certain economic downtrodden. I mean, i.e., a lot of tech companies really are like unaffected since it's a worldwide, right? And so if one country mm-hmm. goes down, we have pivots. But like that was a universal, like America's fucked and they don't know what to do. And so watching that's really fascinating. That's and being really there for it. And, and being there for it would be even more fascinating. I want to so see what you have money in this time period, TJ. Uh, yeah, of course. I I ain't broke. Remember, I'm not dying. <laughs> hey, he would just go to the soup lines just to see how good the soup was. No, I feel like his shit would get real fucked up to where he would like pay. It would be the original bum fights. Like he just pay people <laughs> to do crazy shit for his entertainment. Hundred <laughs> percent. Look, 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 look. I have. This is going into. I don't want to. I don't. Stop judging me. Y'all, you look, you want to go to a bullshit Rangers game, all right? The Rangers aren't even, not Rangers, Raiders. The Raiders aren't even that good. They're never good, all right? Look, I think the Great Depression time is a fantastic time period with a lot of learning experiences that an individual can take. And I really want to see how well history does repeat itself. Not how well it does, but how much that is true. I mean, and I don't want, I want one, I want un filtered accounts because no one really knows what happens in history except what's written in books and lord knows if america ever tries to cover that shit up which i'm pretty sure that they might do you know i really want to know it from a source and be there for it. so that is why that is my number three i mean while you're there writing a biography i mean it might count as changing history i'd be totally down to rob a bank when it was way easier back then get in a car and you were idolized for it, Marco. You were idolized for it. You would be like Bonnie and Clyde and Dillinger, just and Babyface Nelson, and all that shit. That would be great. Robbing Fort yeah, Knox. 
with a fucking yeah, six. You try to rob a bank today, it's like there's silent alarms, there's a paint bomb in the bag, like it's like cameras impossible. on every corner. Yeah, no, it's no way. <laughs> you want a Bonnie and Clyde it. Yeah, knowing what we know now, that shit would be so easy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, guys, guys, you guys are bleeding into my number one. Chill, 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 chill. But my number three is uh, Great Depression era. Right, not 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 deep into it, but right when it happened to watch America collapse. He wants to see people jump out of their fucking buildings. He does. I do, I do, I do. Wow, that's so weird. I mean, I was going to go with the anthropological kind of viewpoint of it, but now you're like, I want to see people die from their stocks losing value. So I want to see people on the brink. So I just want to. I just I, I'm 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 fascinated by financial history and human suffering. So <laughs> my number two, Genghis Khan and his travels. <laughs> no, um, but I'll, I'll get off TJ for a moment so I can go to my number two, and it just made me realize I probably just wanted to live in 1977 because that would have been a great fucking year for me. So in 1977, Raiders win the Super Bowl. And four months later, this one's going to be pretty easy for the nerds out there. 5-25-1977. May 25th, 1977. Anybody know what that date means particularly? No. Luke, you're my only hope. That is goddamn right. I want to go before all the toxic fandom, before all the stupid nonsense, before all the other Wait, bullshit. Before the prequels and the new trilogy. Before the prequels, before people started going crazy, I want to go to the premiere of fucking Star Wars. That just seems like such jolly good fun because I'm looking at like old-timey video right here. People go into the movieplex watching this new film called Star Wars. There's Luke Scott, Star Killer, and, it, and there's just like people heard these amazing things about this movie. They're lined up around the corner. It's the first that they say blockbuster, and people had never seen anything like it. And I want to see a movie that I've seen many times before, but one in its original, you know, production. You know, there's been so many digital remasters of this goddamn thing that I probably haven't even seen the original at this point. And two, just like. Being around like teenagers, adults, and kids, like especially like old people who are like born in like the twenties or some shit, being like, "Oh my god, the spaceship exploded!" Like not having a concept of what space and special effects are. Like I just want to be there for that experience of people just experiencing Star Wars for the first time, special effects like that for the first time, and hearing and seeing the lightsabers and the blasters. Like people forget the fucking magic that happened in the seventies with this movie, how big and how culturally significant it was. And, you know, nowadays it's just like a big fucking pissing contest of people trying to prove a point and it's bullshit. And I don't like it, you know, anymore. I don't like star Wars anymore, but I think that if I were to go back to the seventies, I could enjoy a little bit of star Wars. So that's my number two. Watch the Raiders win the Super Bowl and then go watch fucking star Wars a couple months later. The end. Right on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about it, but I think it's a good pick. Fucking spooky I ass mean, Darth Vader. It's, it's just that um, I'm just not that big into Star Wars. I guess is what it is. What it boils down to that. I mean, it is a very big cinematic experience for the most part, but it's just like we kind of have that with watching the Avengers. Like, if this. If people are podcasting 20 years from now, 
like there there's gonna somebody on that list is gonna be like I'd like to be in a theater watching the Avengers for the first time or well, uh, pretty much like the entire Marvel you know original saga or whatever like right people will be like oh, I wish I could have saw all those movies in the theater back then and we actually did and we don't think two shits about it to us it's just like <laughs> we just no, saw you know the, but, recent the Marvel dark Knight like, but think but think but the thing is, though, think about people without the concept of even like all those 80s movies that we've seen, right? Like knowing what I know, what going back then and watching people see things that had they've never seen before. Like we have a reference for things in all the all of the Marvel movies, the, all the Marvel movies, even down to Iron Man has referenced something prior to that. Star Wars was something that was referencing fucking serials from the you know 30s and 40s, but it was presented in a way that it was never seen before. So I think that. Even though we have something very similar with the Avengers and with all the Marvel movies, I think it's just something uniquely different that you can never replicate. So that's why I pick it. No, it's fine. It's just that if you were going to go down this, you're route, fine. I mean, the- it's it's a terrible pick. I was going to say I'd probably pick Charlie Chaplin's The Great Dictator. Like that might be because it's a talkie. Like it's the first. One, I think. No, no the, that was oh, the shit. jazz singer, I believe. The yeah, jazz singer was the first talkie. Fucking, I watched the yeah, Great Train Robbery. Face, so fuck that movie. <laughs> hey, you leave Al Jolson alone. Al Jolson suck a dick. Mammy. <laughs> yeah, that's where that movie's from. Everybody, the first talkie was a guy going, "Mammy, mammy." Yeah. You could double feature that with fucking Birth of a Nation. Have fun. God damn it. <laughs> that's a great double feature. God damn racism. See, <laughs> safety guaranteed. No racism. There's no racism when you watch The Jazz Singer. I'm just kidding. A little bit. It's actually <laughs> very... I watched it for my film history class. It's very uncomfortable. Like, the first yeah, song, the first song really he's, like, is. singing about his son, where it's, like, it's really sweet and endearing song. He's, like, it's like a normal movie. And then it's, like, oh, my God, he's putting on blackface. Oh, my God, he's doing the whole, like, the WB Frog shit. Oh, my God. Oh, which makes you look at the WB frog in an entirely different way. That is a racist ass frog. I will say it's that. It's a super racist frog. Which is ironic because most WB shows were black, like, you know, <laughs> aimed towards black people. It's a weird situation. Well, that is my number two Star Wars opening <laughs> day featuring Al Jolson. I'm kidding. Um, but that being said, you did get Owl Jolson, who loves to sing. About the moon and the Juna and the Springer. I love to sing a uh, song or two or T for two. Yeah, it was Owl Jolson. It's it's hilarious. Anyway, uh, Marco, what is your number two? So this is probably the best pick out of my five. Number one is just more for my personal flavor. But uh, like I said, I'm just going back to party for the most part. And my favorite thing about parties for the most part is conversation. Um, meeting new people, seeing the world through a different pair of glasses, uh, and hearing what they have to say mm-hmm. is my favorite thing. And don't really get that that much, but it's kind of like I'm now in a rut where I love my friends and we, we go out every time we can, but I don't meet new people anymore. And that's cool. But if I were to do this and I'm, I'm using my time machine, I'm going to go to the party that was thrown by our founding fathers where they drank 54 bottles of wine, 60 bottles of clary, 22 bottles of porter, 12 bottles of beer, 8 bottles of cider. All in all, 45 gallons of booze were served to 55 delegates. And you're going to hear probably like from the founders of the country, like the deepest people that probably 
Or at least we think they're deep. Maybe they might be full of shit. I mean, for sure, Benjamin Franklin, Benjamin Franklin was a cat. And, <laughs> and a French 15-year-old. This is also true. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, by yeah, the way, man, I just... Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm fucking Carrie Fisher in mine. So, Marco. <laughs> so, so, Marco. You're watching the movie. You're not watching with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I'm still in the 70s. I'll find her. And so, you're fucking a French 14 year old. I'm kidding. Uh, you're fucking <laughs> oh, Benjamin geez. Franklin. You're fucking Benjamin Franklin. So, what is this party? Everybody's dream. Uh, basically, after the Constitution was written, they just all went to a bar and drank. All the founding fathers. It was a celebration, bitch. <laughs> imagine, like, I like to imagine that the next day they were crazy hungover and they're like, God, what the fuck did we do? Did we found a nation? What the fuck? Have a country God damn now. it, Jefferson. Did we tell. Oh, and you tell- made Washington president that drunk? <laughs> did, we tell that the, did we tell the queen to go fuck herself? Oh, dear God. <laughs> I think we're at war now. (laughs) So this is the Constitutional Convention. So it's 1787. We already won independence. Oh, there you go. I don't know. I don't go that far back. Yeah, that works. Care about America? Civil War and above. But hey, yeah, they got fucked up. Hold on. Inside the Constitution. So they the rules they made up. So you mean to tell me? Hold up, Marco. You mean to tell me some of the rules (laughs) in the Constitution could have been from drug? A bunch of drunken dudes just coming up with shit. Correct. Uh, Holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. So, now. Tommy, Tommy, I need to I need to get this fact out for you, also for you, Marcos, as well. So, how to drink like the founding fathers this Fourth of July? It should be well known that the founding fathers, as well as most early Americans, were fond of the drink. It wasn't uncommon for citizens to start their day with a quart of hard cider, and Benjamin Franklin himself noted some of his employees would take a pint in between each meal. He would later record more than 200 synonyms for drunk, whatever. Judging from the bar tab of a 1787 farewell party held for George Washington, those synonyms are used frequently. Adjusted for inflation and converted to U.S. dollars, the party cost roughly (laughs) $15,400, which is a shit ton of money to spend on alcohol. They had beer, whiskey, cider, wine, and alcoholic punch, and no water. That was the list. (laughs) Holy shit. They Why don't we do that punching. every 4th of July? <laughs> they had party punch in 1787. Like somewhere, um, Hamilton show, showed up with a bottle of Everclear and was like, this will go great with the juice. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Let's see if he, our first punch is Philadelphia Fish House Punch. Uh, they may have to see here. Uh, trying to see what they fucking made with it. Uh, oh, they don't say what the ingredients are, but there's just different punches that they have that they were drinking liquor with. But think about it. In one night, how so how many people you said 55 people? 55 delegates. 55 delegates. 15,000 how much money is that per person? Was it 15400? <laughs> Maybe they just drank at a really expensive bar. Like, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? You know what though? <laughs> Hold on real quick though. That's only $280 a head. I could think I could drink $280 a <laughs> a booze in a night. But you got to you got to remember though. It's 45 like, gallons per. Yeah, that's 45 much. gallons, which means like each of them drank a little under a gallon, probably, <laughs> of liquor. It's about 80% of a bottle of a gallon is yeah. what it evenly breaks out to. God bless. I feel like it might have been a little stronger back then, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or more diluted, you know. They didn't have the extracting things as much. I mean, you probably can't feel the the effects of the liquor if there's opium in your system. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, so they they were the original crossfaders. They had opium and liquor, cocaine probably, and they're just in their regular like bedtime drink. It's like, oh, I'm gonna drink I this like cocaine. I like how we look at like fucking motley crew and think god damn those dudes really went hard back then not knowing that our founding fathers were pretty much on the same pace as motley fucking crew oh when it came to just getting fucked up i mean maybe that's why they were able to come up with the constitution in the sense that like everything that we're seeing where we can't find a solution between republicans and democrats it's because they're not drunk anymore like there's no (laughs) imagine could you imagine this country, Marco? Fucking... That was how house meetings and shit went. Oh, so, like, so... Right, we're getting fucked up and we're going to come up with some laws, okay? Wait, so we need to get Mitch McConnell fucked up to be a fucking human? Tight. I'm down. Let's get Mitch and Nancy fucked up, put them in a room together, <laughs> see what happens. You see, I think you're a son I mean... of a bitch. But I fucking love you, dog. <laughs> that's Mitch McConnell saying that, too. I mean, that's literally how their conversations went from any historical notes. But, I mean, you the three-fifths compromise is something that you have to be drunk to come up with. Like, <laughs> black people count. Black people don't. Black people count. All right. What if, like, three-fifths three fifths of them count? <laughs> I'm good with that. you good with that, yeah. I mean, it's more more person than not, but still not a person. So compromise is what that is wow that's i kind of want someone to clip that part that's that's history in the making right there by the way real quick i looked up the uh the philadelphia fish house punch which is the one of the punches that they were drinking this shit sounds delicious one cup sugar four lemons peeled and peels reserved four cups of black tea one cup of lemon juice four cups of jamaican rum two cups of cognac and one half cup of peach brandy we need to bring that shit back. That sounds amazing. That sounds what is black that tea sounds like? Fucking amazing. DJ, Just, our tea expert. Black tea. What does that taste like? I have no clue. <laughs> no, it's not because you like tea and you're black. I mean, it's black tea. Fun fact: I do. I do drink tea, and black tea is actually one of my favorite teas. So no, yeah, it's I mean, good. It's, I've had it. It's it's very good, yeah. So yeah. I feel like, like I said, thinking of all those ingredients, I feel like that would taste pretty goddamn good. Well, Ultimate Dark Slayer says it's a little bitter, but... It is a little bitter, but you got like... But you got s- sugar, sugar, brandy, lemon, yeah. cognac. <laughs> it's the yeah. original Long that Island sugar, that right spice, there. that everything why, nice. Why not? Yeah, man, that's crazy. So that is your number three, Marco. Getting drunk with the founding fathers. No, 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 two, two, we're two. two. Shit, we're getting close to the end, guys. The finish line is right there. Oh, <laughs> all right. Let's let's bring it on to Tommy then. Tommy, what is your number? Okay, two? my number two, and this and this is both an event and a specific point in time. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of with you guys on that one, and it's gonna be August of 1969. Is that uh oh 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 August nineteen sixty nine? Is that in um, Bethel, New York? Is that Woodstock? I would be at Woodstock. Yeah, Woodstock. Free love like a son of a bitch. Fucking everything in sight. Listening to fantastic music. Living the life. It would be dirty. It would smell terrible. I don't give a shit. It's a filthy event. One of the I'm first for that. One of the first things that comes up. Seriously, messed up things that went down in Woodstock. 
<laughs> no, for your highlight reel, I'm playing Santana because that shit's amazing. Yeah, I was just about to say Bro. Santana, Hendrix, The Who. By the way, on, the drummer for Santana was fucking 17. And that's, oh, one of the, wow. that's one of the greatest solos I've ever fucking seen, ever. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I have some footage of Woodstock going on right now. People laying in the mud, high off that ganja. Just free love, free, free love everywhere. Acid, LSD, whatever. It's all the same. Um, black people, there's a black guy there grooving in the middle. Nobody was fucking with him. Hell, Jimi Hendrix was there. Yeah, no, they didn't give a shit about that. It was, it was, I would be black at this event, even. Like, it was, it was perfectly fine, man. Everybody, it was just about peace, love, music, getting fucked up, having sex freely with, I don't know how many partners. You probably wouldn't even know how many people you had sex with by the end of Woodstock. So that it would have been great. That is one event I would have loved to have went to. And the thing, that's that national anthem right there, one of the most iconic music bits in all of history, I guess you could say. And think yeah. about that. Think about how many American times history? we play back clips from the original Woodstock. Right. And can you imagine the people who were actually there, like, yeah, I actually remember being in the crowd listening to that national anthem. Oh, yeah, baby. I was playing the national anthem. It's very good. <laughs> Because <laughs> all it is is just Bootsy Collins no, is impersonating. It's no but Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins was impersonating Jimi Hendrix's voice. That's how oh, he spoke yeah. like that. That was straight because, Bootsy Collins. Because I'm I'm Jimi Hendrix, baby. I play the guitar. It's not at all how Jimi Hendrix. That's sounds. how he did sound. Thank you very no. much. <laughs> well, let me let me let me peek some of this uh, audio in here. Let me see. Oh, uh, no, it's muted. Never mind. Oh well. But the fuck? It's fucking Woodstock. What what do you not know about Woodstock? Woodstock. Number two, and and you're and you are fucking everybody at Woodstock. That goes without saying. To the Tommy yeah. rule to this episode is who are you fucking <laughs> during this time period? It's Woodstock, so I don't even know. But she's the probably Tommy rule. Right. You're the one that created that for yourself, and well, then just kind of well, because Tommy kept saying he would just fuck everybody in his time period. So I figured it. I thought fun. it was something people would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and half of yours are orgies, Tommy. So. Yeah, 9600 BC definitely is. <laughs> and JJ can't fuck a dinosaur unless his number two is something different. JJ, what is your number two? So I'm in the 1893 uh, Columbia Exposition meeting some folks, <laughs> Not run into this dude and his family, seems like a chill guy, shake his hand, introduce myself, and he says his name is Elias Disney. And I leap forward, <laughs> and now I'm shaking hands with his son, Walt Disney, and it's 1948, and I'm in California, and he is throwing the craziest 4th of July party <laughs> that anyone has ever heard of. What? Yeah, You're not so, Jewish in this scenario, are you, JJ? No, no, no. Aww. Okay, because Disney didn't like Jewish people. I didn't make that up. That's just what he it also is. didn't like communists. He did not. <laughs> he... Like Jewish communists, surprisingly, though. <laughs> yeah, the negatives cancel out. See, I'm Walt Disney. But uh, wait, so Elias Disney's Fourth of July? Walt Disney's Fourth of July party. He had a crazy like Fourth of July party because uh, they were riding high, like the Disney Corporation, uh -huh. and uh, 
all of the animators and all of his employees were expecting like a big ass bonus. And instead he threw them a party at a very like nice hotel and everything. And everything was comped. And he's like, that's your bonus. You're not getting like more on your check. No, no, no. This is your bonus. So the employees got pissed and they just like trashed the entire hotel. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, But like, I just mentioned that to like get the through line to transition to this period in time. I I just want to hang out in the golden era of Hollywood, like 1940s uh, to the 50s. Wow. (laughs) You'll see Tommy there as well. (laughs) Yes. And yeah, like I was giving him a lot of shit about how Marilyn Monroe's dirty. I am just as dirty, so I don't (laughs) give a fuck. Oh my god! You guys are just gonna be a bunch of fucking hound dogs. <laughs> like we would be alone. Like that's pretty much what it was. We'd just be fitting right in, Sammy. God damn! Just that you guys are filthy. This must be a clean family show. <laughs> they ain't filthy. They got the right mindset. <laughs> oh but no, god. yeah, film noir is like my one of my favorite genres. Uh, doesn't get a lot of play now but like that time period like is romanticized to me for some reason and i just like really like it we can hear your tv in the background (laughs) (laughs) boobs he can't can't respond to that he muted it (laughs) but but uh i mean i was done really (laughs) (laughs) like i just the yeah, it's Chinatown. Like I want to hang out in nineteen forties, uh, early fifties Hollywood, and pretend to be a private detective. <laughs> you want, you to, want be to be Jack a- Nicholson from Chinatown? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, see, I'm the I'm the newest dick in town. See, yeah, and it's a double entendre. You guys get it? Some people say I'm the biggest dick in town. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a play on words because you're short. But yeah. <laughs> but you want to be you want to be in Tommy Times. Haven't you guys crossed paths twice? No, you crossed paths with Marco in kind of Roman yeah. era times. So yeah. So we're 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 uh, travel tripping. We're meeting up with each other. But now it's time for TJ's number two. TJ, what is your number two? My number two is very simple, but also not so simple. Um. So mine is the 1980s. Uh. But it'd be Japan in the 1980s because every old school anime, every sort of 1990s aesthetic in anime, which is based on 1980s, like has a sort of aesthetic that has always been centered around Japan in the old, like kind of older time period. Right. And I've always been fascinated with that. Like, like before there was all the high tech stuff that was in Japan, there was like a simple quaint countryside and things like that nature. So yeah, my number two is 1980s. Japan. You want to go to I would You want to go to vaporwave times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go I want to go find that lo-fi hip hop girl that's always studying. That's <laughs> going to get like a 19 so trying to go find. Like a 1982 GT4 GT something red. Go to fucking Tokyo City, get some fucking neon lights and just put them all up in your house. Dude, 100% like Look, the only anime movie that you give any credit to, Akira, right? You know, it's fucking stuff, dope. Like, like, <laughs> it's fucking dope. Like, like stuff like you know, 
the stuff that that was centered around, right? You know, without the high tech sci fi shit, right? But right. like, there's the certain 1980s aesthetic, and like, I want to go to the where where that was brewed. Like, I want to be part of that. And so, yeah, mine is um 1980s. Uh, <laughs> you want you want to wear a face mask and smoke through it? Like, that's how yes, you want to be. <laughs> that that's. I want to get on. And I just thought, like, like it was so close to my number one. But my number one is just something that I like of oh, like a time period I've always loved that I would want to be in. Hundred percent samurai times, but anyway, no, I don't know. If that's right. No, am I wrong? But isn't this the most racist place you've gone yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Safety Super guaranteed. Safety guaranteed. So he he just looks like an average Japanese man in the situation. No, no, I'm fine with being an average black man. Average Japanese man is like you know kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> hey man safety guaranteed they, they try to hate you or kill you but you're safe so just keep that in mind so my number one my number one is pretty simple it's something that is a little obvious for you guys it's a concert but it is within my lifetime i was 16 and i was like well i'm not allowed to leave the house i'm 16 i don't know anything i don't have any money of my own either so uh you know i can't go to these music festivals that are starting to gain popularity and you know sold some weed and hamsters. I couldn't. I couldn't because I didn't have access to weed or hamsters. <laughs> but but my number one, it, I have actually found out in a documentary kind of the specifics, so I'll build up to it. But it is the date is Saturday, April 29th, 2006. And it was this little this little concert venue. Um, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere in California. I could have made it. Um, something called Coachella. And there was a couple people there. Like the headliners were Depeche Mode, Tool, Madonna, Franz Ferdinand, Damian Marley. Uh, let's see who else. It's not a very strong, Modest Yahoo, not a very strong list of headliners. Uh, James Blunt, Coheed and Cambria, Niles Barkley, you know. People you've heard this of. Sounds but like a good festival. I don't know what you're talking about. No, these are the best. And then there's a bunch of nonsense in the in the bottom of the list. So I'm 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 picking the good ones kind of by hand. A common was there, so that's kind of cool. Atmosphere. Anyway. Depeche Mode was headlining Saturday night, but there was a concert that went on in the dance tent. And there were reports before the concert that this duo, this performing duo, they said, Hey, we need all the LED lights. And they're like, what? What are LEDs? Oh, oh it's like Daft Punk was there. Motherfucker, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, you excitable monkey. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all you hear on the other side is just clap, 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 clap. Ooh, Daft Punk. Do you mean the duo in the dance set, Daft Punk? God damn it, Marcos. Yes. <laughs> building here. So they go, Daft Punk goes, we need all the LED lights. And they're like, okay, sure. Because we're going to build this pyramid. And they're like, what? By the way, LED technology was not nearly what it is today. Not even close. It was right at the forefront of it. And they had to go through like three or four hours out to just get LED lights to build this pyramid stage. So my number one is Daft Punk's Coachella set in 2006 with the pyramid. Um, so the concert itself, like the set that they played is actually, uh, is on an album called Alive 2007. And so you can actually see and listen to the set itself. That's one of my favorite CDs of all time. But them playing at Coachella with that big LED pyramid 
with that fucking concert going on, with all the lights, with all the people going on, some people say it's one of the greatest electronic performances of all time. I would say it was, even though I wasn't there. And I watched some video footage of it, just kind of just making sure that it was my number one. And it was awesome. Just looking at the fucking video. And it makes me so mad because all the video is like shitty digital video. Because, you know, digital video still existed, but it wasn't anything like what we have now. It wasn't camera phones. It was fucking camcorders or like shitty flip phone video. And it's just amazing getting drunk or high or whatever the fuck you want to do watching the robots go at it because they don't really do live shows stateside anymore. It's probably been a good 15 years since they've done that. So I don't know. And one of them's going deaf. This show is 15 years ago. Yeah. So they haven't really done anything since they've done like the Grammys and they've maybe done a couple other things, but I missed it. And one of them's going deaf. So I don't know how long they could do live music. So that sucks. Yeah. One of them's like deaf in one ear or losing hearing. So it's like, uh, by the way, I'm just playing it with no audio and the camera guy is like trying to hold it in the crowd. It's just going insane. I want to go. I want to see Daft Punk. It's always been my dream. And that would have been and still is probably probably my peak concert going experience if I had to pick one. So uh, my number one. Daft Punk Coachella 2006 with all the crazy newfangled LED lights, a fucking pyramid, and one of the greatest fucking hour and 15 minute sets that I can probably put to a CD slash put to a live show. So that's my number one. Daft Punk 06. Marco, what is your number one? So um, we got into a personal conversation. Uh, I couldn't tell when because time doesn't exist anymore. Um but it was about like what's your vibe, and we were talking about like how a lot of the times when we go to bars, um, it's not exactly our vibe. We're going because we're going with other people, like right. for the most part. Like we're gonna meet uh, Ray, so we're get, we know we're gonna go to mugshots. I don't really shots. like mugshots, <laughs> but I really like Ray. Right. Uh, or or we're gonna go to uh, Black Star. I don't really like Black Star, but I mean that's where the girls I was hanging out with want to go. Um, so when it comes to what's the most my vibe, I want to go to the place that started that vibe, and it's what emulates like my favorite bar actually is in Houston, and it's called Lola's Depot. Um, but it's all reminiscent of the first punk bar, the legendary punk bar, uh, CBGBs, and I'd like to check it out in 1977. Ooh. It looks very punk rock from the outside, I'll tell you that. Um, it was a really, like, it was a shitty building by everybody's... Oh, no, it looks fucked up. <laughs> it looks fucked up. I'm looking at pictures right now. It looks fucked up. Uh, it's what emos used to look like in 6th Street. Like, it's... Like, it was shitty because it was shitty. It was where it was in 1977. But there's so many bars now that try to emulate that. And they literally just, like, let shit fall apart because of it. Like, even Flamingo Cantina is pretty shitty, like, and that's the aesthetic they're going for. Right. Uh, 1977 had all sorts of famous bands go by. The Dam. The Ramones. Dictators. Dead Boys. The Ramones. Yeah. Gabba Gabba. Hey. (laughs) That's not a band. (laughs) That's just their sign. (laughs) I'm just reading things that I see, right? Blondie. 
Yeah, it was it was a pretty historical place, but I, I, that hearing what happened to CBGBs is kind of what always talked me out of making to a band. Like, there, no legendary bar really stands the test of time for too long. Like, what was the one that you named from Detroit, Studio Fifty Seven or something like that? Tommy, help me. Yo, Studio Fifty Four. That was in New York. Yeah, that shit closed in like the eighties. <laughs> it's hot. It's heyday was like the late seventies, and it closed in the eighties. So yeah, no, yeah. It, Studio Fifty Four was a very as popular as it is. It was a it had a very short window life, right? Yeah, man, these places just don't last. Like even e- I mean, emo shut down. Uh, I I think the only things that last are country bars that just stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> Broken spoke and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Now, all the pictures are the same. They're all black and white, blurry, sweaty, crowded. <laughs> like, all the all the pictures are the same, but it's all very Is it giving rock. you the corona fears? It's giving me the corona fears. <laughs> Just, everyone. Everyone's getting the corona, corona shakes. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like Must the hippie- wash hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hippie hippie shakes, but it's just corona, corona shakes. <laughs> corona rum shakes. Nah. And then it just says OM Fug in the front. I don't know what it stands for. Uh, only original music. Only original OMFUG? You know what, uh, that's what it, it says. That's what front. it sounds. Uh, it was something like that. But I do know um, what CBGB stands for, ironically. Uh, country music and bluegrass. <laughs> wow, that is a. <laughs> <laughs> So the guy that opened the bar was like, when he opened it, he's like, I believe country is going to be set for, it was like post Johnny Cash, but pre George Strait or any of the other people that took off in the eighties. So Mm -hmm. it's like, he's like, I believe country is going to take off. Like it's, it's probably going to be the next big wave. And he's like, yeah, I was right, but it was just, it took off in Nashville and the Grand Ole Opry didn't take off in New York. Like I thought it would. Hmm. That's, I mean, hilarious, but, you know, making lemons out of lemonade. And well, I said I that right. lost the bar like three times also. Well, at Punk Rock saved it for the short time it did. Is it still around or is it just dead? No, it closed. Guys, let's yeah. make a, let's make a, I don't know, a trap music fucking concert venue. I don't know. What's something that we can make for the children? What? What do you what? Like a concert venue that tailors to a specific type of music. That only plays EDM or some crazy shit. No, that's already done. Let's, yeah, children. let's play some let's play some uh, only songs like that one uh Tommy showed us earlier. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh crash the party. Gonna have fun at the party. Party, party, party. Fun old um, party. But that's your number music one. for uplifting gormandizers is what OMF OMFUG stands for. What was that? Um, Only music for other music for uplifting gormandizers. The fucker gormandizers. I have no idea. Fuck it. All right, that's <laughs> your number was definitely one. Definitely stoned at the time when he wrote this. <laughs> yeah, we got to have some sort of nonsensical phrase on ours too. So, uh, Tommy, <laughs> what is your number one? My number one is is a bit simple, but it is my favorite decade, and I would go back as an adult as I did in the eighties. And I would stay for the entire decade. And it would be the 90s. I would stay from 1990 to 99. And that's where I would I would end my time traveling trip. <laughs> Fuck 9-11. Solid, 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't have to see. I can go straight through an airport, no fucking problem. So yeah, no. But during this time, I would spend uh, certain portions of it in different places. I would spend 1990 to 94 in London with like fucking raves and hot European chicks with just all the rave. <laughs> You know, I would just stay there. <laughs> Wait, what All was, the rage, man. When was just fucking stay there. Standstorm? Fucking was that two thousand? Standstorm. The <laughs> in the two thousand or late eighties. No, actually, I think it was the nineties. Uh, now that you mentioned, nineteen ninety nine, you made it. Yeah, yeah, it was the nineties. <laughs> just with the clubs. Yeah, or the the Roxbury song. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. Yes, I would. Oh man, Spice Girls. Imagine. Backstreet. That's ninety five. I would be out before oh. that shit even hit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no, like early rave scene to where like raves were kind of the, you know, still kind of fresh in Europe, and I would be at those sons of bitches every weekend for four years straight, just living it up, and then I would come stateside. Around 94, 95, getting, you know, get to see like fucking, you know, Nirvana and the Chili Peppers lives. Lou Vega. Biggie. I'll skip Lou Vega. (laughs) (laughs) Mambo's one through three. Yeah, I could do without that. But, you know, definitely got to see those essentials, you know. And, uh, yeah, I'll just ride out the rest of the decade. I know boy bands and Britney Spears comes into play there towards the end. Ricky Martin. Menudo. Martin, the Latin explosion. Yeah. The Latin explosion. Gloria Matter of fact, Stefan. fuck that. When the Latin explosion hits, guess where I'll be? Fucking Miami. Living it up there. <laughs> so, so I'm set for the whole decade. Welcome that to is Miami. Bienvenido, Miami. <laughs> You're just with Will Smith the whole time. What's all, when was that I released? I would love to hang out with Will Smith in the fucking 90s. Are you serious? This This seems like a really small thing. But it is something that, I mean, I was talking to some of my friends about missing. 97. Like, about our childhood in the 90s. And it was just, like, just showing up to places because cell phones didn't exist. Like, you just walk. Yeah. Like, and oh, yeah. explains it all. Like, the dude just climbs the window. The window. And out. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, it was an exaggerated thing. But I would just walk over to my friend's house and be like, hey, uh, want to play Resident Evil or whatever. Like, it, like in the 90s, that was It was a what real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We didn't have all these complex, like, hey, let me text you to see if you're available. Like, you just showed up. And yeah. If he was there, well, you hung out. And if he wasn't, well, you walked back. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, key, key in the chat was like, Tommy's living la vida loca. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I absolutely. It was a very carefree time, man. Like, it was kind of the last carefree time that we had. We didn't have yeah, a lot of worries. Yeah, before 9-11, before Corona. Like it's, yeah, economy was good. Right? Bill Clinton was get, playing saxophone on fucking late night. The craziest thing was that son of a bitch getting his, his dick sucked by right. an intern. That was huge. Bill Cosby that, was still you know? cool. <laughs> I mean, like, outside of Columbine, there's not really anything too dangerous in uh the, the bombing no. uh world trade center bombing but like the I good the, the okay one. one the original yeah, oklahoma city oklahoma city was waco in the, the atlanta 90s? olympics yeah so there's a few things but, but we should those to completely avoid those under things. the rug yeah <laughs> those things you know it happened it's unfortunate it was no 9-11 that's <laughs> that's what we compared to go party with no tupac 9/11. biggie yeah oh 
I would not be on any coast during this time, by the way. <laughs> no New York or L.A. Miami would be the, the closest I would get. But, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to witness that. No Source Awards. I wouldn't be at the Source the Awards. The Source Awards. We'll leave all that, you know, all that behind. But, yeah, no, that that's exactly what I would do. And I would spend my longest time period in the 90s. Fuck it. 1990s, your number one. And I could one. see Pulp Fiction in the theater, which would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that actually probably be cooler than watching Star Wars. No offense. Yeah. I take great offense. Well, <laughs> JJ, you're... What, what, okay, you're at Walt Disney's fucking 4th of July party. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, all right, so round it out. Where, where are you ending your travels? I am... Well, home. if... This transition is going to be hard. I'm just going to like, I can force it, but eh, it, it'd be, it'd be kind of lame. <laughs> so, uh, I actually, I would, uh, go to the nineties just like Tommy did. Uh, but I'm taking kind of a combination of Tommy's and TJ's last one. Cause I'm going to Japan in the nineties. Um, Ooh. The uh, in the last podcast that we did, I think me and Marco were talking about like what shows we were watching, and there was this uh, there's this anime on Netflix called High Score Girl, and it's like a little romance anime, so it's not like a quote unquote boy anime, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's an interesting like slice of life show that. Uh, dem- that kind of sh- shows like what the '90s arcade scene was like back then. Because mm-hmm. uh, growing up, where me and Marco did, there was one arcade, like, and that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they didn't have Street Fighter, or if someone was already playing Street Fighter, yeah, you were fucked. Like, You're well, I'm gonna have to find yeah SNK games find- all over the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and in this show, this the kid gets like run out of like three different arcades and he's always like, oh, well, I'll just go to the one down the block. It's fine. I'm like, God damn, that's amazing. I want to hang out in this place. Like, <laughs> this, <laughs> this sounds like an awesome time period to exist in. Um, if I could like adjust the rules a little bit, I would want to have like no knowledge of like upcoming video games and stuff because... Uh, watching that show made me really nostalgic for back in the day before internet, before like you, everything was leaked and right. shit. When you were just like, man, do you think they're working on Street Fighter 3? Nah, 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 nah. Like, we still got a good, you know, five years with Street Fighter 2 before they even think about making 3. Like, <laughs> wait, dude, wait, that, Street Fighter Alpha? The, what the fuck? Yeah. Before the internet. So that's like Mortal Kombat things that were hidden. Like, yeah. you had to learn about that through word of mouth. Exactly. That that's one of the that's one of like the points in the show. Like Akuma was added to to the later iterations of Street Fighter because he was a and, fake. <laughs> yeah, and the the love interest in the show is like really good at Street Fighter. That's how they bond. That's how they meet. Uh, and she actually like figured out how to unlock Akuma. The kid had only heard about it. He's like, no, like that character like isn't real. And then like he he plays against her and she just like 
unlocks him like nothing. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? Who is this chick? <laughs> <laughs> That's but it's a really cute show. And the, it just made me nostalgic for like that time period when, you know, I didn't know what the fuck new video games were coming out. I couldn't afford a PlayStation. <laughs> And arcades were, like, you could still go to the arcade and hang out with your friends and spend, you know, like, five bucks or whatever. And I remember, I like, I, uh, JJ, you articulated so well, because I remember back in the day, um, you know, just, there's no better feeling than, yeah, going to the arcade, putting in quarters. For me, it was Marvel's Capcom 2. Yeah. Just uh, spending all your money and then just being surrounded by people where, like, you didn't know shit that was going to happen. You didn't know what new games were going to pop up in the arcade. Like, it was a different world. Yeah, I yeah. I remember being really impressed by like seeing supers for the first time, like in Marvel yeah. vs. Capcom. Yeah, like yeah, when Marvel vs. Capcom one came out, like Dragon Ball had already come and not gone, but like you had already seen Super Saiyan Goku at least in our town. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So when I saw the the Ryu Shinku Hadouken in Marvel vs. Capcom 1, I was like, holy shit, he's just straight up launching a Kamehameha now. Like, it's not the little fireball anymore. <laughs> right. And then you got taken for a ride once yeah. the second one came. <laughs> like, that was, like, the first time you heard that. Like, oh, that's groovy. Oh, man, shut no, the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I, like, my fondest memory of uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 1 is, like, I'm I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Like, Spider-Man's my favorite superhero period Mm -hmm. done um and uh uh, my mom like came in to look for me in the arcade and i was playing marvel's capcom one i had spider-man and i beat up the hulk and so (laughs) his his little victory pose was that you know he'd string up the camera with his web and he'd you know pose for it Uh in front of his opponent and he'd say one for jj my mom not knowing anything about spider-man she's like did did he just fucking refer to you like Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I gotta find that. <laughs> like, just let me just see if I can find that one for JJ. This one's for JJ. Is that what this is? Aha! Marvel's Capcom. I wonder. Uh, oh, I don't have any volume. What the fuck is happening? Uh, unmute the tab. Oh, it's loud. Ah, oh, it's just the fucking Spider-Man theme. That's bullshit. All right, uh, we'll leave that one alone. I believe you, JJ. That, that that the computer was talking to you and only you. <laughs> Fuck it, but that's your number one Japanese yeah. '90s arcades. Yep, that's pretty dope. Now, okay, so TJ, I think he's had the most off the wall list, I should say. But um, of course, I'm gonna let you go with your number one, JJ. Uh, sorry, wait, nope, wait, TJ, sorry. It's oh, that did you say MJ? Lame. <laughs> no, seriously though. Uh, so mine is actually probably the most tame one out of my options here. Um, World War One. <laughs> Doc, you know it. <laughs> um, but close. I'm actually kicking it back to Tom's pick of I want to go back to the Roaring Twenties, the Golden Era, Prohibition time. He wants to be I a wanna, bootlegger. <laughs> I want to be a bootlegger. I've always wanted to be running them streets as like a, an illegal bootlegger. 
Like, I, I, that has always been a dream. I love the 20s. I love the music. I love the aesthetic. I love what everything was going on. And so going down there, being a bootlegger, being during that time period, just sounds so awesome. <laughs> you do NASCAR races and shit <laughs> with your I mean, fucking bootlegged me, liquor. Me and JJ were technically bootleggers because we'd right. go to That's Mexico true. and buy liquor <laughs> and then bring it across over illegally. How does that make you we feel, just TJ? Did it through a different border. <laughs> <laughs> the bootleggers back then went through Canada. <laughs> That's so crazy. So you want to be an old timey moonshine bootlegger? You want to be in cahoots with mafiosos and Rob Banks and Bonnie and Clyde? 100%. Everything. I literally want to be a villain. Villain. Like, <laughs> I want to be a villain. Twirly mustache like, and all, baby. <laughs> like, I know Tommy beat around the bush and was like, oh, I don't, know. I don't want to be with that. I want the flapper girls. I want the works. I want the carnival. I was going I for Billy want- Holiday. That's <laughs> why I was shooting my shot. Want the full on 20s experience. Like, what is it? Uh, basically, uh, Boardwalk Empire? Think yep. about that. Yep. TJ, basically that. Little flower on yellow pill. You basically like times where women didn't have many rights. <laughs> to, to be fair, he didn't have that many rights either in those times. Very true. Right? You wanted to be chalky white in Boardwalk Empire, didn't you? I do want to be chalky white. Like, like that black guy that they respect, they have to. Yeah, they fear it a little bit. By the way, Ultimate Dark Slayer says TJ's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I just imagine TJ like kidnapping the mayor's daughter and tying her to the fucking railroad tracks. Like that's just what I feel like he would do for fun. I feel like that's thirty years prior to the night. You can still do it. Like, that's you can still do it. Home shit. You could still do it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> and- Look, I have very simple. I have very simple wants in my life. And the 1920s, I like. It's the inspiration of why. Like, <sighs> God, I, lo- I like. I love a lot about that time period. But I think my number one was just a level of like getting a newspaper and imagining your name like TJ once again struck again. 15th bank this week. Like, come on, dog. I want that sort of appreciation. The Obsidian Bootlegger. He's hit once again in the local area. Watch (laughs) out for African-American gentlemen robbing banks and stealing white women. So uh, can we have a prohibition party when he steals? What's up? (laughs) He's caught in the nightmare flash. we have a prohibition party where this is over? Like, we wear the suspenders and everything? Oh, I'm down. I'll host it. I'll be good with that. (laughs) And and, and, and TJ, I'll have you go on a liquor run post-midnight on a Sunday, so that way you have to go find and bootleg your own liquor. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass fucking dry dry laws, whatever the fuck they are. But um, I I don't even think those are in effect anymore. What? I don't think the dry laws are in effect anymore. Um, I can't even get a fucking pizza in this neighborhood. I bet you they are. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I try to order pizza tonight, and that's why you guys are like, why'd you cook dinner so late? I try to order a pizza. Nobody delivers in my area, and I don't trust Grubhub or fucking DoorDash really? anymore. Pizza Hut doesn't... on a very like, pizza, busy there's, road. There's three Pizza yeah, Huts near true. me. There's three pizzas near me. None of them deliver to me. Fuck them. What the <laughs> fuck? Fuck them all. There's one 10 minutes. Well, there's your one... problem. You're ordering Pizza Hut and Papa John's and Domino's are right there. No, no. Fuck all those other ones. And then I try to go local. And then those local bastards like our online website isn't, isn't invented yet. Yeah, fuck I was you. about to say, don't you live like a block away from Conan's or whatever? I don't like Conan's. I don't like Conan's. <laughs> Old Conan's pizza is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Don, look at Don uh, well, Tarlin. He's on the chat. Don loves fucking Conan's pizza. It's, like, a hey. lot of, it's one of the, look, I love Gaddy's. 
It's one of those pizzas. Either you love it or you fucking hate it. Well, and Conan's the, is like Gaddy's. But, but Conan's is like... The Sano is there too, although that's like upscale. Yeah, it's like fancy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's nah. like if you could get a cloth napkin with your pizza. <laughs> yeah, and a fork. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like Don would order Conan's. He'd be like, hey, man, I'm ordering pizza. Do you want some? It's like, yeah, you're not going to say no to free pizza. I don't know right. if I'd ever buy it, though. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> huh? Check one of the food delivery apps. No, fuck, you no fuck delivery apps. All right, TJ, I, this is where I'm just gonna yell at you for some reason because you swear, <laughs> you swear by fucking food delivery apps. I went and ordered sushi last Friday when I got paid last Saturday, whatever. Did you, you got DoorDash, which is your fault. That's your fault. They're all the fucking same. <laughs> they're all the same. All of them. No, the no, same. they're not. They're no, not. They're not. So which one's the best or better? Uber Eats. I like Uber, Uber Eats is probably the best, but I, 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 I don't even like Uber Eats. I don't like any of them. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like don't any trust. of them either. Fuck them all. I don't trust someone. So hold on. Let get me get my food from point A to point B. You so, can do a lot of shit with someone's food in that amount of time. Yeah, I was an Uber Eats delivery guy for a while. I was one of them. If you guys trust me with your food, then you're stupid. I mean, I didn't eat any food. I, I will say that honestly. I, I did an honest work doing that Uber uh, Uber delivery. But damn, did I want to eat some of that he food. Did. I didn't know I did good work, but no. You had opportunity to do some. Oh yeah, up yeah. Shit. I could dip my balls in the fucking cheese whiz. It, it could have done whatever saying, I wanted. They, some of them seal it with like uh, tape, but otherwise, sometimes it's just open ass bag. I'm like, oh wow, that's trustworthy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, just to give people the example, because you guys saw my Instagram and stuff. But um, I ordered sushi from a local restaurant, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna support local business. I'm gonna support a delivery driver. Big order, huge tip. Let's go. I got paid. Let's rock and roll. Five, six rolls. One of the special baked ones. Did it. This place is literally four minutes from my house. I didn't realize how close it was. I eventually looked it up because they go, okay, it's going to be there 30 minutes, 40 minutes. 40 minutes go by. Okay. It's no problem. Hour goes by. Huh. Okay. Hour and 15 goes by. Okay. What the fuck? Hour and a half goes by. Look at the thing. Refreshing. Where's my order? Nobody picked it up. There was no drivers that would pick up my order. So I just drove over there. I canceled the order, <laughs> drove over there, drove the four minutes to the place. I I said, hey, uh, charge me for this meal. I canceled on the online. I could have got $60 with a fucking sushi for free if I was a fucking scumbag. But I was like, cancel the order, charge me here. I paid the $65, and then I walked away with cold. And then I say cold-ass sushi. The sushi that should have been there was cold, but there was one that was supposed to be hot. And it was just lukewarm. The soup was all cold. I was very sad and disappointed. So I've sworn off delivery. $65 worth of sushi for one person? Oh, yeah. Well, that was like with tip and everything. But it was like five rolls, like the specialty rolls, and then like one super mega roll. I think you take it to consideration what exactly you were doing with that 65 rolls of sushi for one person. It wasn't 65 rolls. It was $65. It was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like a California roll, spicy salmon roll, tempura roll, super dragon roll, and some other like salmon roll. I can eat like three, two, maybe yeah, three rolls two. if I'm really hungry. Well, two, I had I, not. I get like, queasy after two. Yeah, me too. Well, it's, let me. It's too well, much. I ate that over the course of a day and a night. But the thing is, that was the only thing I ate. I, I was super so hungry. No, 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 no. I ate that over the course of a day. And then, that's a day. That is just a, you just ate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I'm bigger than both of you guys. That's, that's, two, that's three and three. So that's three rolls for, for lunch, three rolls. I didn't eat anything all day. I was super ornery. I was mad as shit. I had cleaned. I did everything good. I'm like, I'm going to treat myself. Fucking hour and a half later, I just go and pick it up myself with my fucking mask and people coughing all over me and shit. 
It's nothing sadder than having to pick up your own like food delivery that you tried to get through like grub. Right. It was like a bad day. It was pretty shitty. And and I'm swearing off delivery. And I was like, oh, man, pizza delivery never disappoints because they got the system down. And alas, they don't deliver to my fucking house. And my fucking pin number doesn't work, so they can't get in the gate. So they just make me go walk out anyway. So fuck delivery. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's terrible. But oh, you know what? Always me. My name is Sammy. I have to walk to my front gate. That's too far for eighteen rolls of sushi. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just because on the you... other end of the spectrum, he's like, you guys need to walk to my place every time that we're. That's gonna what record. I said. <laughs> no clothes. Y'all can park out front. Y'all be good. It's okay. We <laughs> we don't complain. That was the two times that you guys were allowed to do that. I would have figured it out by then. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I mean, nothing. We you shut your fucking mouth. You shut your mouth. Happen. That's what you do. You tell me nothing and shut the fuck up about it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I love you all. Also, keychain. First world problems as mofos. Motherfucker, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got carpal tunnel from playing video game too much. That's key. I know him. He's a friend of mine. He's like, I can't use my right hand because I was playing so much Animal Crossing. Fun of our one fan. Because Leave him alone. fuck key. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we don't have enough subscriber base for you to start making fun of people. I mean, we had ten going for a while, and now we're down to three. We're also at the third hour into this shit with no video, so uh, I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Yeah, about and right. someone's racing in the background. So that's TJ. That's TJ bootlegging. <laughs> He's like off to the races. <laughs> that was, the that was my modern prohibition era. <laughs> TJ's about to go bootleg. Start the engine, McElroy. Let's go. I really like this topic. This is a great pick, Marcos. It's a good. This was fun. Thank one. you. Um, I so, thought it, I think that we need to do more fun from the from here on out, since no one gives a fuck about our personal stories anymore. Yeah, you know us by now, <laughs> goddammit. No, they, they had to know us. This is pirate radio season, so we're going to do it as much as possible. Talk we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even an even number. We're at episode 27. We need to at least get to 30 before we do anime wipers. <laughs> we have to Talk anime wipers. <laughs> number one, LeBron James. Number two. Uh, number two, Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> number three, a girl in the arcade in the Japanese 90s. Um, <laughs> d- number four, Dennis Rodman. It's just the fucking Bulls lineup from 97. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, Robert Horry. Okay, whatever. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching, for doing whatever you do on this goddamn podcast. I'm Sammy Gonzalez. You can find me at The Mexcellence on all forms of social media. That's T-H-E-M-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E. And you can find The Mexcellence Podcast, spelling it the same way, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on everywhere you find podcasts. You can find The Mexcellence Podcast. Follow us. Um, I have a lot to upload, so before you even get to this episode, you have a couple of uh, freeform conversations I haven't uploaded. You have a fantastic voyage I haven't uploaded. Uploaded. So you have a little bit to catch up on that I hope you already did uh, before you listen to this one because this will be the newest one that goes out. But Marco, in the meantime, where can they find you? You just got to type JL Marco 62 into any form of social media, Words with Friends, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. I'll pop up. Uh, Only fans. What? Only fans. Uh, no, <laughs> it's hard to get a, an account like verified is what I've. You just got to show your butthole. You just got to show your butthole. That's No, no, I have a friend that's literally trying to make an OnlyFriends account. (laughs) OnlyFriends? And I'm watching her struggle, and I'm like, oh, man. 
Is, is she? <laughs> time out, time out. You're watching her struggle. You're like, oh man, you're you're not doing a great job on your OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she posts her Snapchat story all the time, and it's like got rejected. PayPal rejected my OnlyFans. OnlyFans re- rejected my blah blah blah. And I'm like, I thought this was easy to set up. Is she cute? It's a million of them on Instagram. <laughs> Yo, but is she cute though? Um, so she's six foot one, I think. So she's she's okay for you, I guess. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean in general? You'd have tall Mexican babies. That's all I got. I I don't want to like. If she was Helping like back the in race the race out, Sammy. No, she like shorter guys because I'm always looking to breed for athletes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, see that's the thing about tall just girls. That's when TJ says the word breed. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I think I think TJ was just trying to fucking fuck through time just to plant a seed everywhere throughout generations. But he's gonna have bootlegger <laughs> pussy. He's gonna have '80s pussy, '90s pussy. Bro, we were having fun like in adventures. You're the only one that brings up fucking. On Nobody thought it was a bad idea. Tommy didn't think it was a bad idea to add that element. <laughs> Again, I just thought people would want to know. Exactly, Marcos. I'm tired of you putting it only on me when Tommy is at the very least complicit in it. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I something mind for context, Sammy. Yeah, exactly. Well, what? I can go to the seventies and fuck Raider cheerleaders. That's a cool thing to do. Wilt Chamberlain's harem. I could be a part of that. <laughs> now, Wait, now that I feel like you, you want to travel through town for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> okay, Mister Madman, I want to fucking drug Marilyn Monroe. All right. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> I said I was going to woo. Marilyn Monroe with quaaludes right that weren't way. even existing yet in that time frame. Just bring '80s quaaludes to fuck. Heroin was perfectly fine back then, Sammy. It you, was acceptable. You know more than you should, Tommy. By the way, where can they find you or avoid <laughs> you <did>. through time? <laughs> where can they Tommy find McGrew. you? Where can they find you to avoid you <laughs> at all? Tommy costs? McGrew art on instagram and tommy mcgrew for on twitter is where you can avoid me and jj you had a nice jolly list where can they find you <laughs> safely and soundly they can find me at super Saiya j uh one word on instagram or at super Saiya underscore j on twitter and uh tj the bootlegger where can they find you tj tj where can they find you <laughs> You just gotta type in Taylor Monopoly. Sorry, my bad. My mic wasn't <laughs> muted, dog. I, I was sitting here like, why isn't my mic working? But it was muted. Okay, uh, so <clears throat> holla at your boy at TJ Man on Facebook at Taylor Man or at TJ Man on Instagram at Taylor Manot on Facebook. I can be found on any other fo- other forms of social media if you type those numbers and names in in some shape, way, or form. Also, Tommy, I have your new no more Kung Fu TJ. No more. You have you have Sensei Martinez and you have Bootlegger TJ. Okay. <laughs> you got to give him a Tommy gun. Like in the 1920s. You got to give him a Tommy gun and a bowler cap, and and a, and a couple of white flapper girls in a, the back and a couple of white flapper girls. That's going to be his fan art. You, you could ju- you could just put you could drop off the flapper at any time. I'll take white girls anytime. But no, yeah, yeah, no, white, 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 white flapper. Girls. Give her no, inter- intergenerational white girls from every time period. <laughs> if if any yeah, dog if. Oh man, the twenties aesthetic bootleg TJ. He had swag. Like I mean, so, he's wearing wait, top. Wait, I just, top re- I, he's wearing a I just realized coat. 
you picked the 20s twice. We usually go over our top fives, but you guys never write them down. But but you just want to be in the 20s, watch the Great Depression happen, and then just bootleg throughout the decade. It's two. One was an event. One was a time, fucker. All right, one look. Was the 30s I, bro, and one was the bro, 20s. I don't know why you're giving him shit for that. We picked the 70s twice, both of us. You did. I mean, no, I picked 1977 and you picked the specifically. exact same year. In, oh, well, both of you did. <laughs> but fuck, man, at least Marco, was, <laughs> he had two vastly different events you could have stayed in fucking la for both of yours <laughs> i mean that's just convenient Literally, at that point the raiders win the super bowl in february you just stay there three more months and you watch star wars like it's no that was the, the plan that was the plan guys <laughs> just because i'm like oh, i'm gonna go to the harlem renaissance i'm gonna go to new york and then somehow get to chicago via boxcar i don't know how the fuck you're gonna do that tommy Tra- transportation <laughs> didn't happen that easily back then okay you know 